Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome to Xbox Ultimate Podcast. Uh, little panel right now. I think it's going to grow here over uh, shortly, but uh, appreciate you all being here. We're going to have some fun tonight. There's lots of awesome stuff to get into, lots of conversations to be had. Uh, thank you all for also watching uh, PM and the PM last night. We had a blast on that show. We went four hours. I don't think big we're going... turnout last night too. Yeah, I don't think we're going nice. four hours tonight. But uh, no, no, you never know what's gonna happen here. <laughs> I don't know. I do actually have topics like written down. That never so, works out when you do that. That's true. And you didn't send them to us, so it's I just... didn't. No, this is for for my Bam's world only. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, let's get into the panel and uh, say hello. What's up, Pong Soul? How you doing, bro? Doing good, brother. It's Friday. Uh, I'm here. Just walked in the door just a tiny bit ago, so it's been a long-ass day, but I get to sit down with this gigantic panel of beautiful people right here. Well, just Mav and Jasper for right now, but I'm sure much of the family would jump in. But yeah, no, I mean, we had a great show last night. Again, we didn't think we were going to talk that long on the on the uh, Game Awards and, and everything surrounding it, but we did. Uh, and it was a blast because I hadn't talked about it yet. Uh, I can't wait to hear some of uh, Jasper's thoughts, although you guys talked about it on FSP. So, uh, but yeah, we've got more news uh, again. Hey. We're not going to talk about it here, but PlayStation's roadmaps come together, everybody. So, yeah. I, you know, they're all set to go. Uh, they got the crew on it and uh, looks good. So uh, but uh, otherwise, uh, enjoyed a little bit of Persona Tactica last night after we got off the show last night before bed. If you like Atlas, if you like Persona and you like turn based tactics games, download it in Game Pass. No risk. Go get it. Uh, it's worth it. So if you're an Atlas fan, you're going to like it. Lots of talking still, uh, but I like the mechanics in the, in the battle so far. Again, really early on. Don't have the whole crew together uh, for reasons that I won't spoil, but a uh, really good story so far. Already been smiling at it, so uh, go download it. And Mav and I mentioned it last night, but this is a PSA for everybody. If you have not purchased Midnight Suns yet, we talked about this last night. It's been on sale a lot. It is now in the Xbox Black Friday sale. You can get the Legendary Edition with all the DLC, and the DLC is worth it, folks. The characters yeah. are worth it. $30 for the big boy package, the Legendary Edition. Go get it, even if you don't have time right now. If you've thought about it, pick it up now. Throw it in the library. Throw it in the back backlog and keep it there. It's well worth it. 30 bucks right now. So, uh, yeah, can't wait to dive into some of these topics, man. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, great. Good call out for midnight suns. It's uh, yeah. a awesome game. And, uh, Jasper actually in our chat last night had mentioned that that actually probably should have been nominated for some strategy yes. category, okay, especially comparatively to the other <laughs> games that there? were in there. Um, and we were like, yeah, but that didn't come out last well, it came out last year, right? Well, it did, but it was in December. So it was, with the way they do things, it should have been uh, thought of. This and I think that goes to show that they don't look at. No. They say there's a cutoff date, but they don't go back after. Well, if just it's like not, us, they're probably just like didn't even have yeah. it in their mind as like a this year thing. You know what I mean? But, so, but Mav, they're getting paid. If we got paid, right? And I needed to do this as part of my profession. I, I would, I would like, certainly you would look be looking at that previous <laughs> month. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. for sure. You would look at everything. You know. Um, how are you doing, Jasper? What's up, man? Uh, doing pretty good. We were talking about it a little bit beforehand. I've been playing Remnant today a little bit, uh, kind of playing the DLC. That just came out, I think, Wednesday or whatever. So uh, yeah. just kind of working my way through that. Uh, it's been a struggle because I'm not 
in the flow of things right now. So I've been dying quite more than usual. <laughs> and they got these little new green bastards that shoot poison balls at you. They're pissing me off. But uh, that's kind of been what I'm up to. Uh, Halo 3 playlist and Halo Infinite. Uh, been playing that. So Yeah. Do you like the Halo 3 maps? They ruined Lockout. They added okay. an additional part to that, and Lockout oh, is now they? ruined. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I haven't tried that one yet. I, I played a few matches, and I got... Um, I can't... I'm horrible with the names of the maps. But you know the one with the bridge, and you have the cannons that shoot you all the way over to the other side? You know? There's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that one, and then also the uh, one with, like, the wall that you can open and shut the gate, and there's, like, a usually a one-flag capture the flag map. The, yeah, the, the most beach. popular yeah. Halo 3 map there is, I think. Yeah. I can't even think of the damn name. But yeah, I uh, I was playing on some of those, and man, it's so so fun though, dude. It really was. So um, yeah, thanks for being here as always. Um, and we got Fuzzy here, Fuzzy Belvedere. What's up, bro? Not too much. Glad to be here with you guys. Been uh, just watching Twitter with its just random meltdowns and bad takes and arguments over stuff and you know semantics, whatever. But yeah. We'll definitely get into some stuff, but I'm kind of glad, uh, you know, there's a little bit of a roadmap for next year for a particular platform, but yeah, <laughs> you know, it is what it is, but <laughs> man, so much stuff to talk about. So many uh, people arguing over the word tax as opposed to bias and not believing that it exists, but I got my own, you know, easy to. Uh, listen to parallel, but we'll we'll definitely talk about it at some point. Yeah, right on, man. Uh, thanks for being here as always, Fuzz. Um, yeah, and Psycho's on his way too. He he booted up his PC like twenty minutes ago, but it's how old his PC is, you know. He so. he posted two seconds ago on Twitter on X. So, yeah. so his, where are you, Psycho? He probably posted <laughs> that from his phone. It, his call call in, I, Psycho. I, every PC giveaway I see <laughs> on Twitter. I'm like at Psycho because I just trying to get <laughs> yeah. his ass a new PC somehow. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, uh, thank you guys for being here chat. You guys rock. Um, we also have a couple things. Uh, God Emperor Sofa King has uh, become a speculator again. Appreciate you. God Emperor Sofa King. You are absolutely awesome. Shout out to you, brother. Um, and then Bionic Wolf member for seven months says good evening panel and chat. Let's go. Yes, let's go. Indeed. Um, I want to start off with what the thumbnail is, uh, Killer Instinct. Uh, we're actually, uh, have a date for the, uh, there's the 10th anniversary, uh, and they're having information that they told us. They're going to be giving us updates on the road ahead for Killer Instinct. So that's coming up and it's supposed to hit this year. And I'm, I'm betting they're probably just going to go ahead and launch it at that time, probably, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, Xbox isn't done in 2023. We're still getting updates and games upgraded for free, um, and more content coming down the line, uh, with killer instinct. And I'm pretty personally excited about that. So I know that uh, maybe not everybody is, but I think it could be a resurgence for killer instinct and see, um, if it kind of kickstarts it into, you know, later, uh, with maybe a killer instinct two and stuff like that down the road. Uh, but how are you doing, Psycho? What's up, man? Hey, 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 hey. What's up, everybody? Yeah. You How's got, it? I got your PC booted up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on, man. We're just talking <laughs> We're just talking about Killer Instinct, dude. Um, are you looking forward to the 22nd when they're going to give us this update? Do you think they're going to actually drop the content then, or do you think they're just going to announce what it's going to be? 
Ooh, um, depends on how long they've been working on this. If it's been a little bit of time that they've been working on the content, then yes, they will drop it uh, and possibly announce uh, um, maybe a you know title and works for a second one possibly. Hold on. Yeah, so it, this is what their tweet said. It said, on Wednesday, November 22nd at 1 p.m., we'll be walking everyone through our balance updates as promised during our announcement at Evo. Uh, so the balance updates. Don't miss out as our friends at Iron Galaxy go over bug fixes, changes, buffs, nerfs, and berths. What is a berth? Is it a buff nerf? I don't know. It's a good question. He says, but they say buffs, nerfs, and berths. Maybe it's a joke? Um, uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, do y'all think it's just going to be like balancing updates? Because that's kind of what the tweet makes it seem like. But like, I'm mm-hmm. expecting them to kind of uh, unload a roadmap here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, as Psycho said, if they've been working on it, yes. I still think we get a tease for a new game, uh, no matter what. I think they do tease the new game. Full-fledged roadmap, um, potentially, if they've had enough time to sit down and if they're actually planning on, you know, having regular updates now at this point, now that they're back on it again, I can certainly see that. Obviously, that would be huge news uh, for the community, um, especially the Killer Instinct community that's been waiting forever for this to kind of get moving again. So if they've got it ready, yes, absolutely. This is the perfect time to do it. I think that's probably why they put out the announcement so far ahead of time. Um, as well as to make sure that people remembered and got it marked down and had time to watch it. I, I like I said, I, I, I would bet money that they're going to tease the next game, whatever that tease is. If it's just a splash screen, if it's just, you know, whatever, however they want to do it, I think they will tease that. And that will be gigantic news um, in and of itself. So, so I looked up birth. It's a yeah. basic universal, reliable feedback. Well, this is with an E. Oh, yeah, it's like a nerf. It's like yeah, it's yeah, a mix yeah. between a buff and a nerf. Yeah. yeah, that's why I almost thought it was just a joke. Yeah, so I don't know oh. what a nerf is. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I, I, don't know. I know what a buff and a nerf is. I don't, what do you think, Jasper? Is it's just like what was the original like announcement like from a couple months ago? What do you remember? What that was at Evo? They just said that they're going to be supporting Killer Instinct with updates. Uh, pretty much. I mean, that's what I remember from it. But yeah. They, um, yeah. And so they said that later this year we'll have more information. Um, yeah. And then they've been tweeting since uh, the other day. Uh, the other day they said, "Join us." For dev stream with Iron Galaxy on Wednesday, November 22nd at 1 p.m. Pacific. Killer Instinct's 10th anniversary, where we'll be sharing the latest news on the upcoming changes to Killer Instinct. Um, and they linked uh, twi- uh, on Twitch's Iron Galaxy's uh, channel. Um, and then, I mean, to me, that just sounds like a bunch of, like, they were saying balancing and stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. nothing major. Right. Whoa. So I'm wondering if that's what, like, if that's all it's going to be, or like if there's going to be some hints of some future stuff, because like to have that announcement at Evo on the 10th anniversary, if you just because they talk, talked about like like serious enhancements. To, I mean, it could be I mean, something time. like because Microsoft with MCC, they let that shit stay dead for like five years and they kind of came back to it. So maybe this is like something similar where it's like 
we have this game. We're just not supporting it. So let's kind of jump back on it and kind of give it its second life. Maybe they're kind of doing that with Killer well, Instinct now. Who who originally who did Evo post um, that initial quote, whatever you read uh, first off? I'm, I'm trying to find the original. Um, okay, so this was back in August 5th. I found a VGC article. Okay, so uh, the 10th anniversary update will release this year with improvements to balance, matchmaking, and more. Okay, so this is from VGC. Um, Iron Galaxy is returning to create a 10th, a 10th anniversary update for Xbox's Killer Instinct reboot later this year. The update, which was announced on stage at this weekend's Evo event in Las Vegas, will include balanced tweaks, improved matchmaking, and 4K support for Series X and S. So... Um, Right there, just for quick, just right there. Yeah. The uh, balancing and tweaking for Evo itself. If you are ramping up a IP that you haven't worked on for s- such a long time, there's something else behind that that they are getting people ready for the next game. I'm believing. So if they have a next one coming out, what better way to show it at Evo? Because that's where you know whatever tournament is it a tournament that they're sh- they're having. Uh, while when they show this, well, for they, something, I mean, no, they're just doing like a stream at the tenth. Honestly, I think the biggest surprise that you get out of this is probably like a tenth anniversary skin pack or something like that. Um, maybe an additional character if they're redoing all the balancing, they may add a new character just to balance that out. Like, put like Marcus Phoenix or some random other fucking Xbox character in there. I don't know if they already have him, but yeah, well, they have Ram from Gear, so. Yeah, they have Arbiter as well as... Or fucking add a Sea of Thieves. Have, I don't fucking know. Just, <laughs> some random fucking well, dude. Now, you know? now you have, you know, you have Doom Guy. Now you have all the ABK. and no, So you have Lilith. You have um, uh, the the Angel dude. In the, Anarius. Yeah. Right? I think it's too early for them to add, I think, Activision Blizzard people. Could be. Or maybe not. Yeah. Um, I think maybe they could just announce plans to keep supporting the yeah. game, right? Yeah, do like a card. Here's a title card of the new characters that are coming out in the near future. And they show, you know, like three or four new ones or um whatever. It's just interesting that they're that they they're announcing this just out of the blue. So yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. We can say fuzz? I was going. <clears throat> I was going to say I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh, maybe they uh, announce that they're part of the family now. Ooh. They, that, that, they've been acquired. Fuzzy with that insider trading. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that would be nuts. I, I mean, if you did want to lock down the developer for the future of the franchise, that's how you. That's what one thing you need to do because Iron Galaxy's done a lot of different things since then. You know. Um, yeah, a lot of their support stuff is for games that they now own the studios for. So, why not? Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> so, I, I've been trying to do some digging here. Um, this is from the uh, James Goddard, uh, head of Killer Instinct. Uh, he had showed up at Evo, um, and then said that Iron Galaxy's Madden. Adam Hart, the lead combat designer of Killer Instinct, said this is amazing and unprecedented to be able to revisit a game that kind of had the dust settle for this long. Um, so, uh, also, I, I was trying to find all these little tidbits here. Okay, so 
this is what they had said at actual Evo when they came on on stage. This was um, James Goddard said we're going we're doing a balance update and a major major upgrade to all place to all playfab services um uh, matchmaking's a lot smoother tournaments are easier and more killer instinct for the next 10 years is that just saying that doing the balancing and tweaking and matchmaking updates are going to help restore the game for the next 10 years or for me that's a hint that they plan on supporting it and going forward. yeah it's it's weird like you don't i wouldn't say like make it if they do announce a new game like you know it's not gonna be for a couple years away so maybe they tease it here and be like stay tuned to the game awards and show you the trailer at the game awards for it even still that's going to be a couple years out so maybe you continue to support this until then but like the fighting game genre is so hard to like move on to like just yeah. a series x thing with now they have Xbox One and Series X and PC all in one game, and you, if you make a new game, you're going to leave some of that behind. And I don't know; it's kind of weird. Yeah, because Killer Instinct's not like a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat; it's not as big as that. So you don't want to leave those people behind, right? So I, there's also as stuff on Iron Galaxy's website. Okay, so it says uh, Evo was great this year. Lots of tense matches and exciting announcements came out of Vegas this weekend. We might be biased. Uh, but the highlight for us was the reveal that Killer Instinct is getting an update for its 10th birthday. It was amazing to see the player reactions when our friends at Xbox announced that they've teamed up uh, with Iron Galaxy to evolve Killer Instinct again. Our dev team is back in action at this very moment. We're hard at work on a balance update and some improvements to the overall experience. Um, Adam Keats Hart, our lead combat designer, is excited to hop back in. Uh, it is seriously unprecedented to have an opportunity to revisit a game five years after its late last update. The massive community of active players have continued to push Killer Instinct to its limits, so we'll be consulting some of the top KI minds to make the right changes. As a total nerd for game balance, getting a chance to do another tuning pass feels like a fever dream. Um, and then it says, we'd like to thank the KI community for their constant support. We'll be like, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, and then there's an actual official Xbox announcement. Um, it, it was amazing to be back at Evo again. We cannot thank the Evo team enough for running a special Killer Instinct 10th Anniversary Showcase Tournament. Big shout out to the competitors and uh, truly four of the best KI players in the world. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, by now, you've probably seen the news. We're partnering once again with Iron Galaxy to bring you Killer Instinct's 10th Anniversary Update later this year. Uh, that's right. The band's back together to bring you one more evolution to the game you know and love. So one more seems like that sounds like final, right? To me. Interest, interesting, like for the next 10 years and then also one more. I, I don't know how to look at it. Um, we've actually been working with Iron Galaxy behind the scenes for some time now, including our May quality of life update that kicked off our efforts to move KI away from outdated legacy services and on to PlayFab. The 10th anniversary update will go even further with a few more changes. Improve matchmaking. We want to make it easier for folks to find matches quickly, regardless of which platform they're playing on. Optimization for Series X and S consoles. And then balance updates. That's right, new meta for Killer Instinct more than five years after the late, late, last adjustments. Um, so that seems like right now that's all that's planned, right? The optimization for Series X and S is... That's of, just smart delivery and, like, 
uh, quick resume and all that bullshit. But they also, they mentioned a 4K update or before as well, right? Yeah. So, um, I think it was already 4K though on the One X. Was it? Yeah. I'm not sure. Chat, let me know is is because they mentioned 4K. Like, why would they mention it if it's already on Series X and S consoles? It's already if it's already 4K. I think it was dynamic 4K on One X. It was enhanced. So, like, maybe like native. Now, now it's probably native. Okay, so maybe just going with a better version of that or whatever. Um, Alvin hit us with a ten dollars super chat. Says in case folks are wondering why they took so long for a Killer Instinct announcement, the twenty second is the actual tenth anniversary. A burf is a change that is both a nerf and a buff in different ways. Yeah, okay. if you go to the Killer Instinct thing on the store, it says four K Ultra HD. Okay, that was, that was weird that they said 4K then, right? It's because like, it's that stupid. Put it on a box and people buy it. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I, I what I hope for is there's another announcement here, right? And you know, Fuzzy said like, "Hey, Iron Galaxy is coming in. We're gonna we're gonna continue support on this." And say we're not done yet, right? But maybe they wanted to keep the expectations because this this they just got the ball rolling with this thing. Uh, but then the, there was the one more comment. Uh, so maybe that would mean that they are just going to do this last update to kind of reunite the community and then start on Killer Instinct 2. I definitely see that happening. I mean, <clears throat> what better way to lead into Killer Instinct 2, build up the hype for it, than to go ahead and bring everything up to date on the current Killer Instinct, do some some fixes here and there. And then, you know, hopefully in like three to four years, we'd have that Killer Instinct 2 yeah. with a whole slew of Xbox new IP and and uh, characters from Activision and Bethesda and all of that mixed in there. Yeah, I, I could yeah. see that being the way moving forward kind of thing. Um, can I make one recommendation to Iron Galaxy or the team that's working on it? Okay. Um, one thing I would like to see. Get rid of that god awful UI. The they've already changed <laughs> it a couple times. I feel like, but like that that was probably one of the worst UIs ever. I feel like the the game's great, but the 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 UI is just for the menus and all that shit is just absolutely fucking garbage. Uh, it, they tried to figure out how to do that like seasonal type content thing with that game it was like free to play and then release characters later you know and stuff and it this it was like it was just really weird and didn't work right so that would be a big change if they just changed that it would make the game way more appealing and the menus and all that stuff still look like even though they're like maybe 4k enhanced or whatever they still some of those things look a little blurry like at times you know i think in the menus because maybe the native resolution on the graphics they were using and stuff wasn't like high enough you know what i mean so maybe the, maybe hopefully they'll update some of that shit but yeah the ui please change it um and then maybe killer instinct 2 let's get an announcement for that and we can all be hyped and uh get killer instinct back man I, that's what i'm hoping for but we'll see what happens um but yeah um xbox is doing free updates still um oh they're not charging ten dollars no, <laughs> they're not. Oh, okay. I. Where's our Fallout Four update? I want that. Bethesda. Next. 
Bethesda, we promised. When is that coming, Pong? It was supposed to be this year. And they originally it said summer. You still got a month. When is there when when (laughs) is the show coming? Next year. What show? The Fallout uh show. I don't know. I think that's next year. This year? Yeah, it's next year, I think, right? Yes, right. I think it's set for April next year or something like that. Yeah, I think it's early. Earlier, Earlier, February, April, somewhere in there. Yeah. Do you think they pulled people off of it or something, Pong, to do some other stuff? To finish Starfield? I mean, that's the way that's the way Pete made it sound when he got yeah crabby with people online for asking him (laughs) um so yeah i mean it kind of sounded like that that was the focus was getting starfield out the door so maybe they did but they announced it so early it sounded like it was like almost done like they kind of knew i mean things change and maybe they thought they didn't want to release it you know around the same time as starfield and maybe give it some more breathing room i don't know i don't know what the drill is uh i I hope for a surprise announcement here during this whole fallout celebration, right? Because they've been celebrating the fallout anniversary and all that kind of stuff. I, I was hoping to see something sooner. Maybe we get a surprise announcement at the game awards. Maybe they save it for that. I mean, it's kind of a big deal to be able to go back and play fallout in a much better light. I mean, it's going to be great. I mean, it's going to be fantastic. Um, I, I don't know. Fingers crossed. Maybe they're holding until next year. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't like it though. I don't like it. I don't like the silence. Just come on and tell us. <laughs> yeah, you just want transparency. You don't necessarily yeah. care when it drops. You just want to Yeah, no, it. just come on and tell me. Just come on and tell me that you guys pushed it till next year. That's yeah. fine. I mean, we got plenty to play. It's not like I'm it's not like I'm dying over here and I need yeah. to play Fallout 4, but I did pick up the entire uh the complete edition when it was on sale um this last time for nine whatever it was, ten bucks, nine bucks, whatever the hell it was. Um in preparation for it so yeah. i i would kind of like to know i mean have, have you played it on pc yet no i have not tried it on pc yet dude it's like i put some mods on it and like yeah uh, and, then I went and changed the script Crazy. or whatever to put it on the ultra wide and stuff yeah and like yeah it, it was it's amazing dude it's like it's so cool but like Night honestly night. i think the experience will get on series x when the update comes out it'll probably be pretty close to that you know what that's I mean? what i'm saying yeah so, and i you know me i'm still playing on console a lot I, yeah. again even though i got my pc now i like i told you guys it was never gonna happen where i was gonna fully switch over to pc because i just enjoy my big screen too much when i get home from work i've been sitting at work today was 12 hours at work in front of a pc like i know it's <laughs> different but it's not like yeah. when you sit at a desk all day like i just want to sit on my couch in front of the big screen it's just one of those things mm-hmm just me i mean speaking of 2024 though like if they drop that update 2024 they already have a great line, lineup we're t- we're joking yes. about playstation's last of us part two thing that got leaked and you know i the I, I will say to this to that game i'm glad there's an upgrade path for 10 bucks yes. because yeah the um the extra content they have coming out mm-hmm. for it with a new mode uh, mm-hmm. That seems like it would be worth the extra ten bucks, right? But I will s- like to say that maybe they could have offered the upgrade, the upgrades, the not. updates for free, and then had the content separate, right? They don't have the bank account to do it, man. Yeah, that would have been the right thing to do. I, I don't it know. Would, at least they have the upgrade. I gave them props for the upgrade. Yeah. I reposted on Twitter again because I posted something kind of snarky before. It was more at the TGAs, yeah. but anyways, um, I did give them credit because you know, again, we had seen. Everybody believed this was going to be a full price yeah. situation. So the fact that they do have an upgrade path is good. But I got to ask, and I asked Steel in the DMs too. Great that you have a new mode, and 
you know, it looks kind of cool. I kind of watched the videos on it, whatever else. And shout out to Okami Games who kind of broke down, you know, what it's about. But why no co-op? Yeah. You guys say you need multiplayer. You guys say you need more engagement from they your... They don't know how to do it, Pong. I understand that, but this is like a... This is one of those small moments, man, that's perfect for introducing yeah. something like... You've already denied one of those modes and co-op people would have been yes. shitting themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You've denied your fans factions too now. So why didn't you go the extra step and create co-op mode for this new roguelite, which, which sounds cool. Yeah. Why not create a co-op mode for it? My God. Again, I, just one of those small looking, Again, we're not going to get a place. Trying to think like, who's going to have the best, you know, pipeline for 2024 yeah. right now. It looks like Xbox, right? Yeah. Like. Um, at least we know what there's going to be, you know, um, and or at least some of them, right? Uh, the Fallout 4 <laughs> thing. Ray, you're probably true. right. Ray, oh, shout out to Ray, oh, and he says Bungie said no. <laughs> 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 you're probably right, Ray. You're probably right. They probably had yeah. plans, and Bungie looked at that, too, and said, yeah, no, that's not good enough either. <laughs> so I did some digging on that Fallout 4 thing. I don't know if you all seen this, but. Pete Hines was asked uh, on the 15th of November, like, did, did he have any update? And Pete yeah. Hines said, I did try getting an update before I left, but there's nothing concrete enough that I could share. So, oh, okay. That was a All few right. days ago. I, I, yeah, I hadn't seen that. That's interesting that he actually answered so, that question. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, I, I'm, I'm leaving. Uh, but before I leave, I'd like an update on follow Well, so many remaster, people were pestering so like, him. Like, so many people were yeah. up in his fucking. <laughs> Post it was pretty damn funny. So uh yeah, okay. All right. Well, thanks, Jasper. And I didn't like, see that. Pete, are you gonna be here tomorrow? Then, uh, <laughs> I'm not having an update for you tomorrow. No, I'm I'm leaving. All right, bye, Pete. The later, bro. I'm like, we'll, we'll update the community when we're ready. You have no say anymore. Pete Pete's got his box on his way out <laughs> and he he stops over at Todd's desk and he's like, Hey Todd, just a quick question. Uh you know, it's been great working with you, but uh you got that follow four, four patch ready. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, does, uh, did he just want to play it? It's like oh, that's why Maybe. Think, it's funny, man. Yeah, um, this is a weird last request to ask about before you head out. <laughs> I'm retiring, but hey, guys, where we are on that update? You know, just gotta. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. It's good shit. Yeah, it's a better response than he had previously. Yeah, oh, I mean, I was it like, was. <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah. So we'll say. I. I mean, the pipeline for 2024. I mean, you got the uh, do we consider that a release for playstation what the last of us definitive edition for part well it's part two it could be nominated for the awards so yeah that, now it's oh an ongoing God. game now mav mav it's an ongoing game now oh you're, yeah. you're right you open up that can of worms because of phantom <laughs> liberty right yes mm -hmm. cyberpunk it's, oh. yeah why not does that count as a DLC or expansion? Or? <laughs> doesn't matter. Both it doesn't of them matter. Be, be for game of the year and for game. So yeah. it's all good now, man. It's up for awards. Let's go. It was already I, the I, most awarded game of all time. We got to continue that streak. Let's go. Let's what, put it in every category next year. What are the best odds? RPG? Last of Us Two remastered. Oh, best kid game. <laughs> best family game. <laughs> Um, uh, over under that Neil. That's Drunk golf game. Neil, over <laughs> under that Neil Drunkman's on stage with Keeley talking about this. Oh, this was definitely a Game Awards announcement that got leaked. Like this was probably one of PlayStation's big announcements at the Game Awards because mm -hmm. they had that trailer ready to rock and roll. So this was definitely something they had set up and ready. And I think this was a Game Awards moment that got taken away today for sure. Right. So I don't know. Drunkman uh, will be there. But it makes more and more sense now. 
No, it'd just be Troy Baker oh, on the stage doing oh, a ten minute podcast. Me. If they have that again, <laughs> oh my god! If they do that every fucking year, it seems like now. Like we're so excited to have the amazing Troy Baker, and then he's like, "Hey, what's it like to be able to talk about stuff now that the strike's over?" <laughs> Bass Digi, Uh, it is a roguelike mode that they're adding to The Last of Us 2. Uh, It's a single player roguelike mode, kind of where you go, you know, beat wave after wave, and you kind of, you, if you die, you start over again, but you get to keep some of your stuff, and you eventually get to a boss battle. Um, You can go look. Some people have broken it down. Okami Games on X, uh, if you follow him, um, he's got a breakdown of it. There's some mini games too. Like you're going to be able to play instruments and stuff, like mini games. Mm -hmm. And there's like some kind of competition. Yeah, there's a guitar, guitar game Um, in there. There's a there's a weightlifting mini game with Abby now too. Um, Yep. (laughs) No, there's not. (laughs) (laughs) No. There's a pegging simulator. Oh god! Freaking hell! I wasn't going there, man. Oh. Oh shit! Um, yeah, so you know we'll see uh, how that does, but I don't, I don't really consider that a release, but I guess it is potentially. <laughs> I'm half joking now that they've got the ten dollar upgrade path. I don't yeah. know if it will actually be in there, but I'm sure if enough media get together and say let's vote for it because it's so freaking fantastic, we want to see it win again, which this media would do. Yeah. Maybe it'll show up. I'm it just... depends on when it comes out. If it comes out in December, they won't care. No, it's January 19th. No, no. Oh, okay. This is a PlayStation exclusive. They <laughs> yeah. don't care. I'm just glad that they're not calling it a remake. Wait, what? Correct. It's a remaster. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they correctly labeled it this time. Yeah. Because those those screenshots... Did they? Shouldn't it just be a re-release? The, the remake... yeah, look at those screenshots. It looks... <laughs> looks look at the difference. The remake should be, be an expansion four, pack. In four years. Yeah. It will have the dual sense features for anybody that's interested as well. So, didn't they have like, the dual sense features with supposedly not because they included it in, in all this that it was going to be have the dual sense uh, specific for this one? I don't know if the dual sense still obviously worked. Obvi- I mean, obviously it did, and it still had some functionality, but they listed yeah. it as one of the improvements uh, in this version. So, so maybe they're honing it in more. Yeah, I'm I'm really surprised at Sony uh, about the ten dollar upgrade. But then again, maybe maybe Jim Ryan was the greedy guy and they got him out the door. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe Jim Ryan walked on his way out and said, "Hey guys, where are we on that Last of Us Part Two update?" <laughs> <laughs> the remaster guys. His his last memo was ten dollar yeah. upgrade. I tried that to was get his a, last memo. I tried to find out on my way out, but I didn't get an answer. Yeah. Um, so. As far as Xbox goes, though, um, twenty twenty four is looking bright right now uh, with their pipeline. Um, I, I'm thinking they're looking really good. Uh, we know Ara is supposed to hit for PC next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Towerborn uh, supposed mm-hmm. to be earlier next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Flight Sim twenty twenty four is a thing as well. Right. You have um, Hellblade two, yep. and uh, which they said later. Right, I did. Is that what he's? Is that what he said? The, the way he said it was, well, you've seen, you know, our games, Towerborn. I'm paraphrasing here, but he said yeah. this is this is pretty much how he said it. Like he, he said, so you've seen, you know, our games, Towerborn, and you you've seen Ara, and he goes and and Hellblade two later, you know, will be later. So it sounds like because of how the question was phrased, because it was about like their directs and, and yeah. their announcements. 
Hellblade 2 is probably going to have its own direct, which I've always thought it might. So maybe he just meant that, you know, Towerborn and Ara are going to be the first out the gate early on, but then we'll get a Hellblade yeah. 2, you know, direct and then release, right? That's the way I kind of heard him because yeah. I can't believe that because that question was wrapped up in also the quarterly release schedule, right? For big games that was also wrapped up in there. And there's no way that booty is, is considering Towerborn or Ara a big release, right? One per quarter. I, I can't see that. So I still think Hellblade two is early next year. I still think it is. I yeah. still think it's by April. I still, yeah. maybe I'm wrong, but I still think it's gotta be by April and avowed is going to be the, the holiday season one or, Maybe not. Maybe talk. You know, Clockwork Revolution will be the holiday one. Mm, that would be a nice surprise. It would be a nice surprise, but In Exile has been way too active, man. That they, they're they got to be close. They got to be close. Yeah, for sure. I something that somebody asked last night, Pong, and we were going to get back to it was about the release dates for uh, Hellblade Two and Avowed. Yeah, I totally and, forgot about that question yeah, too. <laughs> when and, we were going through the chat. So I had put it on our list today like yeah. to talk about um and getting into that i kind of agree because the games that he mentioned the other two we've yes. already known that those are probably yes. earlier this year right because um they've kind of mentioned that towerborn was earlier already and then we also know that aura was kind of supposed to already been out right yeah. so and that's not um, console yeah so. that's pc so as far as that goes i kind of tend to agree with you he he may have been referencing different release timings there and yeah. it could still be within the first half of the year alone with what he mentioned there, right? Correct. So yeah. if that's the case, then we still don't know like about a Valve's release date. Um, and then also because he didn't mention Flight Sim either, right? No, he didn't. No. Um, and we that's supposed to be next year as well. So that would, if I was to put it like in what I'm thinking, and I want to know if you guys agree, I would say that Aura is probably first. Then, then Towerborn, or or those two could flip. I I don't know that mm -hmm. tricky on those. Or they could come out close yeah. to each other too, since R is PC only. They technically could. Yeah, I think you could put R and some another yeah. game in the same month. Yeah, yeah. And then you have um, Hellblade two, and I think along there somewhere you also release that Fallout four remaster probably, but we'll that see. It probably comes out with the TV show. Yeah. When do, do we yeah, know maybe what the date is for that? that? I'll see if I can find it. Um, I'm sure you can. It's like March or April, I think. And, and then I, what I'm thinking is for the second half, probably going to be some kind of surprise game. That April 12th for Fallout. April 12th. Series. Okay. Yeah. Well, that kind of lines up what we're saying. I right? would say Flight Sim is going to be like one of those games where you just get a random month and it drops in between two big. It's kind of like Minecraft Legends we had this year. Like they just kind of throw it out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like thinking May or June. Yes, it's around summertime, right? Um, and then maybe uh, avowed for like the holiday game. Uh, but I don't know. Is is that going to be the big holiday game? Actually? But that's what I'm saying. One per quarter, though. Right. I mean, he, they said bigger games for one per quarter. Right. Like, ones they're right. excited about. So like, correct. You know, big the, ones. Yeah. Like they're kind of filling in the other kinds of games in between he said so like yeah you know this year we had like some of the publishing ones in there like wouldn't contraband fall into that contraband could fall into that category yes are I mean, they counting stalker so. in there stalker mm -hmm. two 
that's not published by them, so they won't include it with their pipeline. That's true, and it's only it's a it's yeah. only a time release. Well, I yeah. mean, it might wind up being a longer time release, just or time exclusive, just because of the position that studio's in. But yeah, no, you're right. They probably wouldn't count that one. I don't think they could count that one. So yeah, there's got to be something that we don't know about next year, and that's why I yeah. propose Clockwork Revolution, uh, maybe the Marcus Phoenix Collection, if that's been a real thing, you know there's got to be something else in there too they, they could know. come out of left field with something man like yes, I, they they've, they've held shit in their pocket um yeah. another possibility for next year people don't think <laughs> i'm crazy is indiana jones yeah yeah um we're supposed to get a i think a disney tv show indiana jones too and i don't know if that's next year or not because yeah. the delays from writer yeah. strike but in, indiana jones definitely could be i, I think indiana jones could be next year's big holiday game Yep. Yeah. Uh, part of, the reason why is because the leaks that came out from those original leaks, uh, from the documents in the court, right? Mm-hmm. Case showed their re- original plans for release scheduling on that, and it was the year after Starfield released, right? Correct. And, and Starfield and, was supposed to come out last year, or whatever. So correct. Indiana Jones would have came out with the movie, exactly. But, right. So there. If you so every if everything got pushed back in sequence like equally mm-hmm. right because of COVID and delays and all that you know acquisition things it, whatever whatever the reasons if if everything had the same time setback then you just move back the whole schedule right and then that would coincide with that leak to where Indiana Jones would be next year. Huh? There could be lots of stuff again because the leaks with Bethesda you know. We saw a lot in there that we didn't know about, but Zenimax Online has to be getting ready to show their game. That's too. the I other mean, one, man. <laughs> that's long overdue. Um, so, yeah, I mean, next year could be one of those years where they're playing it off as, yeah, we got one per quarter, um, you know, for sure. But they wind up having, again, more than one per quarter, which we've talked about. I mean, we know they're going to. And, and now, yeah, it is. It, 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 Again, rightfully so, too. You got Activision Blizzard now. I mean, are we just talking exclusives or are we talking overall first party? Because, you know, we are going to get another Call of Duty next year. That's another big first party yeah. title coming out next <laughs> that's year. That's going to be technically your last speaking, quarter. So. Right. That's going to be your last quarter. So, I mean, yeah, next year we could see more, technically speaking, than the one per quarter when it's all said and done. Yeah. Plus DLC and stuff because yeah. Starfields uh, was that fractured yep. spaces or something. Yep. That'll be next year. We got Diablo's expansion next year. So yeah, yeah. Oh, Starfield can be game of the year next year. Then yeah, you have a new, <laughs> you have a new Black Ops next year. That's gonna be first yeah. party. That's an automatic big holiday game every fucking <laughs> right. year now, man. Right. Well, yeah. If they keep it the, going, yeah. Um. Well, at least for next year, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, for next like, year, for sure. Yeah. It was just insane to think about. <laughs> right. Like that by that time, that game will probably be releasing a Game Pass. Like as long as everything that we there's think, no weird contract. Yeah, or as long as it's not some weird bullshit thing, right? Yep. Um, the Diablo Four expansion. Do you think something like that hits Game Pass or no? No expansions usually expansion, don't. I, I know no. they. I know they usually don't. But we didn't get the opportunity to buy that extra forty five dollar version or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, I don't think they will. So. Diablo is one of the yeah I, thought, I just think Diablo is one of the outliers for the time being. I think eventually the base game I could see the base game showing up in Game Pass next yeah. year after the expansion's been out and they've gotten as much out of it as they possibly can. 
throwing that in there for like the holiday season, like for Game Pass to announce. And if you haven't played Diablo 4 yet, come into Game Pass, you know, November or whatever the heck. It'll give you a huge, huge announcement too, especially if the expansion's hitting and they continue on the trend that they've got going right now with season two. Diablo 4 could be back in full swing. Plus, you got to remember that Path of Exile 2 is supposed to launch next year or at least go into beta next year. Yeah. We probably won't see the full launch. So they're going to have some major competition. So they're going to be pushing Diablo as much as possible as well. Well, I would assume so. the expansion would be out along June when it's for its yes. one year anniversary, right? So, yes, 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 I do believe so. And then, like I said, once you get the expansion out, you sell the complete package together for some months, Jasper, and then announce that you're going to drop, you know, the base game into Game Pass for the holidays. Huge, huge deal. I mean, that would be massive. Be pretty damn cool. Yeah. Um, Man, I I think next year could be just as good, if not better than this year for Xbox, right? Yep. Yeah. they, you know, despite them getting snubbed on some of the bigger games, you know, they, they are nominated quite a bit at the Game Awards still overall. Yeah, they got, I uh, think, 10 nominations total. And yeah. PlayStation got 13, I think, or 15. And then Nintendo got like fucking 20. Yeah. So <laughs> they, they will have a more of a presence than last year at the Game Awards. Thank God, regardless, right? So for to see like some of these games get recognized. Um, uh, they got obviously snubbed in some areas for sure, right? Yeah. But um, overall, I, I think that it's going to be feel more like last year's show just was like horrible for Xbox. Period. You had, you and had they also no, didn't show any fucking trailers. You know, you had the ABK news came <laughs> down that it, like with the FTC thing or whatever that just happened. You know, you had Phil looking pissed off. You know, in the stands. You know, you had uh, no games shown from xbox at the game awards you just had a couple game pass trailers mixed in and then you had uh what was it uh as dusk falls get an award um mm-hmm. and i think that was pretty much it right um and you know you had the bill clinton kid at the end yeah and all that stuff so <laughs> last, last year's game awards was like a weird one for xbox whereas the previous two years they had had huge reveals there Right, yeah. they had had Hellblade two shown. Uh, they, they showed off the, their fucking console the a couple years before X that was it's announced. Like... So my question is, you know, despite you know obviously outcry from a lot of Xbox fans saying just Xbox boycott the uh, you know the Game Awards all that stuff, do we see them back at the Game Awards this year with some reveals? I think they are. Didn't they already come out and say that that was a mistake or whatever? Like that. Like they, after shortly after that, they didn't they come out and was like, yeah, we. We probably should have shown something. I I don't know. I don't remember what they had said. I know that at they made they made some weird like kind of statement towards that. I remember that. Right. But at, I don't. I know. At, remember what they said. What was it at at this uh, Xbox showcase this year afterwards when Matt Booty and Phil Spencer sat on the couch and talked to uh, Grub and they were getting being interviewed. They had said that. We still have opportunities to show stuff, and they had mentioned Gamescom, uh, Tokyo Game Show, um, and the Game Awards mm-hmm. for exciting updates for the community and stuff like that. So, you know, they had mentioned that specifically at that time. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean they knew 100% they were going to have something there, right? They're just talking about opportunity, but. I have to feel like that would have been a regular plan for them, but last year maybe because of everything going on with the ABK thing and stuff is why they held back. Plus they had already planned on having Dev Direct in January. 
you know, which maybe they're doing another one in January and maybe that's the norm now and we should just expect that. I'm not sure, right? But I do have a feeling they'll be back there this year with something. Um, So that way they don't, there's not a repeat of the way the show came across last year, regardless of, you know, like if we think they should be there or not or whatever, I'm kind of like past that now. I, I do think it's a good opportunity for them. Uh, but knowing that they did the dev direct that paid off really well. Right. So either way, I'm cool with it, but I, they got so much shit now, man. It's like with ABK and all of these other things they got going on. One of the things we had talked about at BlizzCon, did they possibly hold off on showing that new survival game for another show down the line be, to be able to kind of reap the benefits of like putting that Xbox stamp on it to one of the bigger audiences. Right. So um, there could be some interesting stuff at the Game Awards, and I even like- if they if they do show stuff in here, they could announce the January direct here. Be like, they could show like a thirty second Hellblade trailer. Be like, see more at de- uh, right. Game Direct in January, or whatever. So yeah, yeah, I think they definitely go that route. Like, there's uh, there's like four or five things that I think they could definitely focus on. Hellblade two being one of them, and like you said, the the whole Dev Direct for January. Um, I also think they could show perfect dark, like it's been silent for a while and I would have to believe they're probably closer rather than further away compared to last year. Um, and with the whole thing with the, the worry going on for embracer, why not show perfect dark at this point? I think they would probably have something worked up for it. That is the first Um, place they showed perfect dark was at the game awards as well. Or, or do they treat the game awards as kind of their longer term vision games like stuff that's going to come out in the next four or five years is that where you show like the farther stuff and then like your e3s you do like two or three years out not complete full five years the game awards has worked really well for that in the past jasper elden ring's done it you know uh you had like this is your hopium <laughs> yeah right your place you try to sell to everybody so what would, what would that be then you know elder oh, scroll six additional trailer Dude, um if they showed up if they <laughs> like you're going into a different territory now man if they showed like elder <laughs> Scrolls 6 at the game awards i would literally shit myself on the fucking coaster <laughs> i probably would um alvin says a good one gear 6 teaser mm-hmm. yep that would be huge because we've had that yes. distance of time now between gears 5 and 6 mm-hmm. the community is fucking ready man you know I, there was a lot of talk after gears 5 was announced it's like Hey, they need to maybe take a little break, you know, and like, you know, get the people really desiring that next gears again, you know, and all that stuff. And I, it doesn't even have to be like a long thing. It could just be like a chainsaw cutting through a black screen and you see gear yeah. six yeah. or something. Like, That's all you got to do. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to have anything other than the title just to fl- yeah. splash a six right in the gears yeah. blood. It would be great. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, what, if they, what, what, what if they surprise Keeley again and they beat Sony <laughs> the punch and announce a surprise Xbox Pro? yeah i I was thinking that that's one of the things like we already know about that whole mid-gen refresh so maybe it gets uh extra bump yeah uh kojima's game as well that's another one it's always that's always potentially achilles yes starcraft exclusive That would be. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the things it at, would the, kill, at the yeah. Game Awards. That would be yeah. like because, the, and you guys got to understand why I'm saying not do this at the Game Awards. I mean, not do this at the Xbox Showcase Correct. instead of instead do it at the Game Awards because at the Game Awards you know who the audience is, right? You, you have Correct. you have a, a lot of us Xbox fans watching. 
But you have a lot of PlayStation fans watching. You have a lot Nintendo. of Nintendo fans. Especially a, this year with the awards yeah. that are being given out, right? There's yeah. going to be a lot more interest this year, even you, more so. You have mobile gamers. You have, like, people that only mm-hmm. play on PC. You know, like, you have this, like, wide net. And it's, like, the people that just love games. All your influence, all the, like, Twitch influencers yeah. co-streaming all, it and all that shit. Everybody's covering the shit, right? So you go there and you, you drop the biggest fucking thing you could possibly drop to blow the doors off the place and but you walk away from that show being the talk of the show no matter what else happens there right just like hellblade 2 was and also perfect dark that year that perfect dark was shown at the game awards afterwards all the articles everybody was talking about perfect dark is back everybody was so fucking pumped that they saw perfect dark there right like that's been like 20 years later and still no more perfect dark news, but uh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're still, you know, it, it has a huge impact at that show because of the audience that watches. And I, there was even reactions. You guys remember the reactions when they showed like perfect dark originally, like, and everybody's like, what's this fucking game? All the, like, there's all these reactions of all these PlayStation guys. Like, Oh, what's this game? What's this game? Oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Oh, perfect dark's back. I remember that from Nintendo. Oh yeah, this is gonna be great. And they're like, Xbox, oh, this fucking sucks, <laughs> man. Oh, garbage. You know, like, it's hilarious, dude. I got, If Zenimax online game to Star Wars, like, that would be a good one to drop. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, like, KOTOR? Or, I mean, just Star oh. Wars. And, if you just have a Star Wars IP, <laughs> and you can, that would be like a fucking, here's my dick, and just <laughs> throw it out. Yeah. Whoa, like, Jasper. <laughs> Bra. So, like, what I'm getting at is, like, yeah, the X, maybe the Xbox has been screwed over by the Game Awards, but Xbox can't fuck over the Game Awards by being the talk of the Game Awards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, give it, give, take advantage of them. Take advantage of the platform and, like, use this opportunity to your own benefit despite the slights. You know what I mean? Uh, turn that shit around on them. Uh, Jax82 hit us earlier with the $5. Uh, says, I'm good with the Last of Us 2 re- remaster. Last of Us 2 remake. That could fuck off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you. Um, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> uh, Seaman stains. Uh, Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to see what the whole name is, but it's cut off here. Seaman stains. On... Your your parents are awful. It says stains. <laughs> stains on DCG's face. Yeah, uh, Dreamcast guys. Oh, okay. oh my god! Wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'd pull out and spray a game show at the same time. Okay. I pull out and spray a game show at the same time. Okay. That's on brand. It's on brand it's with on the name. Brand. So yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, that, that Mickey Mouse thing with the the like little like boy bands or whatever on South Park where Mickey Mouse just pull, pulled out a hose and started spraying the audience down. Um. Yeah. I pull, ha, ha. I pull out and spray a game show at the same time. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Seaman Stains. Appreciate it. Appreciate the two pounds. Hey, hey, hell yeah. Let's go. Um, oh, man. He did say Seaman Stains. So <laughs> just to clarify, everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I'm, for, for these reasons, just to, for the unexpected, I still like to watch the Game Awards. Yeah, right? absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Of course. You know? And we're going to co stream it here. So yeah. 
If you want to see, if you want to, if there is a crazy moment that happens, guys, and you want to live in that moment with us, come tune in here to Fun Speculation and watch the Game Awards. So if they do drop a massive, crazy surprise, we'll all be there to enjoy it together. Um, if this is the place you want to be. There's going to be lots of people co-streaming. It's going to be awesome coverage everywhere. But uh, uh, I'm definitely planning on doing that, and we're going to have some fun with it. Um, but yeah. Uh, but we're going to have loads of laughs. Loads of laughs. The other thing that could obviously be shown is Hellblade 2, right? Again. You, know, you actually show us gameplay instead of some fucking audio mocap bullshit. Well, maybe that's what, uh, what they're holding back for. You know, or if they do another, <laughs> this is Iceland again. You know, like yeah, uh, their next big yeah. showcase has to be a direct, yeah. and it has to be a full blown. Let's show yeah, to, to everybody fair, everything. These things are just like Twitter yes. things, website things, yes. and stuff like that. Yes. They weren't like yes. at a big show. Right. But but we're just at that point with yeah. Hellblade 2 now. In my opinion. Again, if you all want to see another teaser, you know, slash whatever you want to call it, that's fine. I just want to direct with just showing us yeah. a lot of gameplay. If that's they, that's really what I wanted. If they point. did a Hellblade 2 direct, like a Starfield direct, it'd be pretty sick. Yes. You know. Yes. Uh, but I don't yes. know so if you could fill up 45 minutes. I, no, I don't want to no, fucking you don't have to be that long. Bullshit, no, 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 20, 20 to 20, yeah, somewhere around that neighborhood, yes. yes okay, so absolutely. let's predict the next direct, right? Is it probably going to be in January, February, like last year, right? So, yep. Mm-hmm. Set up the six months, yep. Ara, show it there. Tower, Towerborn, right? Mm-hmm. I feel Final like showings. I feel like yep. Towerborn has a lot more depth and stuff than people realize, it and it does need that longer showcase, right, for people to really kind of grasp everything mm-hmm. that that game is. Um, and is then that the shadow drop of the show, Ooh. maybe late was, January was there, with a shadow drop. Was there a release date already for Towerborn? Mm, no, or no. or a season? Mm, you mean a window? Or did there they, was just a window. Say, did they just say early 2024 or something like that? I could have swore Towerborn had like more of a like specificness to it. Coming and 2024, it's all it says. It says 2024. 2024. We just knew that it was kind of early 2024 right. by what they were showing off, right? So yeah, but they just said 2024. So okay, yeah. all right, so. We get those two games. Now, last time we had a dev direct in January, they shadow dropped Hi-Fi Rush, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Which had not been a game that was even announced. Before. It was only supposed to be four games, and then they had Hi-Fi, which was the fifth game, which was a surprise. Right. They showed they they showed Forza at that too, right? At that yeah. direct, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So that means they're willing to show games that are coming out in way later in the year because Forza ended up coming out in October. Right? But people thought that was going to come out in like summer, so maybe it got delayed. I think they knew at that time, though, because the language that that's when we started speculating on it, like because after that dev direct, we were kind of like they didn't say like they seemed kind of like they weren't ready. You know what I mean? Um, And that was going to be pushed to later that year. So I think they had because they were like, be patient with us. We'll have more news for you later. You know, I think that. uh, But see, like if if they're doing that whole year, like I don't know if you get Towerborn there. Because it seems to be like they're bigger games with Hi-Fi Rush kind of being that surprise game. The only re- way you get Towerborn, I think, is if it's that shadow drop. Right. So do you think they include ABK stuff in this kind of thing? Mm, no. No. 
What about if Not they do yet. one later in this year? Though I think ABK is probably still kind of going to be under its own marketing at yep. that point. Um, it's going to take right. another year or two before they kind of. And so I think they'll use the BlizzCon as like the as like the Blizzard Direct, right? They'll yeah. use BlizzCon in that way. Like I said, they will hold things to show at the Xbox Showcase, but then you always have BlizzCon, you know, four months later to show off like a direct because we just saw what Blizzard did with BlizzCon. They deep dive their games there, right? So then you have that as a specific spot where everybody goes. Again, you can't. You can't take away from what BlizzCon is to the BlizzCon fan. The BlizzCon fan base is too big and too passionate. It's too much already entrenched mm-hmm. in the industry. So you don't change it if you're Xbox, but you use it as a supplement and you'll specifically pick out certain titles that you want to showcase at the Xbox showcase, but then you have them get completely deep dived at the BlizzCon for that fan base specifically, even if it's coming to console. Um, I think it's the perfect spot. I, I just don't think you change what BlizzCon is inherently. Yeah. You know, so that's like your d- direct for all those types of games for the Blizzard games. Yeah. Now, Activision games, that's a different story. If you suddenly start having some new Activision games outside of COD, right, and you have some, you know, things in the works, whatever they may be, Crash Bandicoot or whatever, I think you could certainly put those into a direct an xbox direct right 100 yep okay so my my opinion what i'm trying to get at though it like is they they did have a big surprise at the january Mm -hmm. dead direct and like it doesn't always have to be a shadow drop you know but i think a, a good payoff at those things would be good to set forward going forward like hey you need to tune into these dev directs right like um the starfield direct stood on its own, right? And mm-hmm. it was after a huge show just full of fucking reveals, right? At the Xbox showcase, right? So you didn't really, like, we already knew what that was. But if you're having a dev direct, like, hey, tune in to see these things, and then you get, hey, holy shit, there's a whole new game that we didn't know about or whatever, I, I think that's a cool way to make sure you set the precedent to people always tune into those things. Uh, Shadow Drop last year set the tone. So maybe... If he Wasn't Hellblade his... at the first dev, dev direct? I think they just um, like talked for like a minute or something. Like I can't remember. Because I, th- I thought it was like more that mocap audio bullshit, wasn't it? I think that was a separate thing. I don't think that that was shown at the That's actual. Cool. What what games were there? It was uh, Forza, Hi Fi, uh, Def, uh, not Deathloop, um, Redfall. Um, did they say anything about Starfield at that first one? No. Because there was supposed to be four games there? Yeah, it was, three? it was four, but it became five. Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Forza, yeah. Minecraft Legends, Redfall. Minecraft Legends. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, you know, I, so maybe this one they go in with Aura, Towerborn. Uh, Hellbl- Flight Sim, Hellblade Two, maybe Flight Sim, and then have some other surprise, yeah. maybe Id's game. Uh, do we know what Id's working on yet? They didn't say, right? No. So they've been they've been helping out a lot of different places, but no, they we don't know. Again, according to the leak, it was another Doom. Yeah, Doom Year Zero. Which when was that? When was what was this? timetable on that release do, do we remember from those documents 2022 i think as well or 2023 i can't remember 
I think it was somewhere in there. I don't remember offhand. I'd have to go back and find. Yeah, but and, and some of these things could have been changed. Yeah, it right? could totally change. Right, right. That was that was an old, you know, older doc from Bethesda. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Anything could have changed. Because again, we've had rumors of the Quake reboot. We've had all sorts of you know crazy stuff in the meantime. So we'll see. But it has to be working on something as well. I mean, obviously, too yeah. talented. What what would be the biggest surprise for you guys? Like either at the Game Awards or the Dead Direct. Let's say they do have one surprise at at one of the shows, right? Like what 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 would like make Ooh. the what would what do you think? Let me change this question. What would make the biggest impact for Xbox at one of these shows? A new IP announcement that wasn't announced that wasn't known, so they surprise announce uh, a game. I mean, they, I just yeah, reposted I mean that. that uh, yeah, I mean, thing. yeah, a new IP certainly from one of their big studios certainly would be. Thanks, Otherwise, yes. you're talking about the stuff that we've talked about already, like. Elder Scrolls Six, like another trailer for that, like that would be Starcraft coming back would be massive at a Game Awards show, right? That would be, again, we talked about this. uh, They would crush the internet if they if they announced something like that. So there's some very obvious ones, but I think that like ids, like whatever ids working on, if they come out because of the you know because it is so highly regarded, um, when they announce their new game, that will be a huge moment for Xbox as well. So I think. Yeah, I was gonna say, what what if Coalition Six. all all along was working on the Ed's new game, helping them with Unreal Five? If that's where they're gonna go, unless they're doing it, but they got why would mind. they? Why would they go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense. They got Ed Tech. <laughs> it's already proven <laughs> like to be flawless. Like it's it's I fantastic. Know. Yeah, I can't imagine them going to UE Five. I'm I just saying. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just thinking because they had they were, were working on two IPs that no one knew about, and then they stopped to start uh, Gear Six. That's I'm just wondering who picked the mantle up for those two games, or they're just still sitting there. I not, think they're just uh, on the back burner, yep. probably. Like they just like, hey, we just want to buckle down and get Gear Six out because it's they're they're in progress. Time. Yeah, right. Maybe they so realized how much of a bitch Unreal Five was going to be, and then they they were like, "Well, fuck these other things. We don't. Like, this is going to be a task, right?" Or they learned enough to start working on Gear Six. I think it's priority number one for them to finish that second trilogy off yeah. of Gears. I mean, that's obvious. What, they got to get that done. So, is that going to be like a reset period after Gear Six? Yes, I think so too. So wait, when you say reset, like just basically reset in the world of gears or reset as in totally different IP direction. I think well, here's what I want, right? Here's my here's my dream for the coalition. Okay? We release the gear 6. Yep. They've already worked on all this technology behind the scenes to get gear 6 out and and stuff and Unreal 5. They've become ma- masters again with Unreal 5 like they have been other every other Unreal engine, right? Gear 6 lands amazing and is the fucking masterpiece that actually turns this trilogy into something that we really appreciate as Gears fans, right? Then, what, let's say three years later, Coalition releases a new IP, right? Then three years after that, you have uh, a new reboot for Gears of War, 
right? So then you're you're kind of like taking it back, uh, to, or maybe a new take on gears made by them, but also you turn into a two team kind of development studio where you have like this alternating schedule of games where we can kind of look forward to. Because I I think the coalition is completely capable of making a whole new world and something that that we love and can appreciate. And I I don't and as much as I love them on gears and I want them to keep working on that i i want to see what else they can do also but yeah. i don't want somebody else taking over gears either so and that gears needs to continue so yeah i i, I kind of agree with you on that i would like to see possibly a licensed ip for that that new ip per se like i i still think having a punisher game by them would be like almost like the it would be on par with like Spider-Man for PlayStation I think. I think they would be able to churn out something as long as they're willing to go full bore with the the gore that they already have in in Gears and continue that with uh Dude, the fucking Punisher. Ninja Turtles game. Uh, <laughs> wait, did you say Turtles game? Yeah, Ninja Turtles game. If they do a Ninja Turtles game in like UE5 like it was super gory, like that would be awesome. There is that Ronin game that's in yeah. the works, but um, I mean that that would actually work as well. But and anything that would be kind of like a licensed IP, even if they were to visit revisit Matrix um, or the the Matrix, as far as like turning that into an actual game as opposed to a tech demo, that that could be kind of cool. But I would love to see the Punisher as. as yeah, I'm just trying to like think life. of stuff that's not like superhero related. I don't know, kind of. Yeah. Can we do yeah. other lights and stuff besides superhero games? Please? <laughs> <laughs> well, give us an example. What do you want? It just you want, I don't know, you I want said, Coalition to make a Star Trek game. I know that's what you want, man. <laughs> I just said Ninja Turtles. I just <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wanted Rocksteady to make a Ninja Turtles game. <laughs> but you know, we got this bullshit instead. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know really what you do if i was sitting in phil's chair right now right and yeah. i have the coalition in the spot that they're in right now and i have 343 in the spot that they're in right now i'm i want coalition to obviously get gear six out like you said ma'am get gear yeah. six out but then you got to start looking to next gen and you've got to decide what you're doing with Halo and what you're doing with Gears going forward. And with the coalition, right? You with with how Unreal Engine 5 is progressing this generation, we're not going to see UE5 peak by the end of this generation, right? It'll probably still be getting updates. It'll probably still be, you know, taking advantage of the latest and greatest PC hardware. It's probably gonna be pushing a lot of boundaries at that point. Next gen would be the perfect starting point for you to reboot gears and have it ready within the first year or two years of launch of that next console. Right. So I think you have coalition buckle down and really decide where they're going with gears going forward. Cause again, that, that universe is too big. You, you don't let it, you know, get mothballed no matter what. And you start looking at how you're going to, unlike this gen, you're going to dominate the first three years. You now have enough studios. You have enough content coming that you can handpick certain studios. 
like a Bethesda with Elder Scrolls Six, like a Coalition, like a three four three, since they are in rebuilding mode and obviously rethinking Halo and the Halo universe, what they're going to do there. They've got the multiplayer going, but what are you going to do with Halo going forward? So you start rebuilding that team now and deciding what you're going to do with it. If it's certain affinity, it's certain affinity, whatever, that's fine. But you really decide what you're going to do with this. These big and start fucking franchises. working on it now. So it works Correct. by That's the time next saying. year comes. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You have the luxury now with how many studios you have. And the con- this is what we talked about map handpicking your yeah. roadmap. But you start looking at the next gen of whatever date that is. If it's 27 or 28, whatever it's mm-hmm. going to be. And you say, how are we going to dominate the first three years out the gate? And if you, co- we talked about this before, man, if you come out and you're rocking and rolling with Call of Duty next gen on your console as a first party in Game Pass. You come out with an Elder Scrolls 6 within the first year of launch with all the next gen bells and whistles. If you come out with a Gears in the first year or two of that next gen, a reboot mm-hmm. of the entire franchise, and you've got Halo ready to come out within the first two years of your launch, you are so far ahead of what PlayStation is going to be able to do next gen. It's insane. You use this advantage that you've got because you have enough content to keep you going. You got enough studios to keep you going through this gen plenty, and you're going to have more. They're not done acquiring. So they're going to have more underneath their belt by the time it's all said and done. But I think you really take some of your big, big franchises, your hand-picked ones, and get those studios lined up and those teams lined up for next gen because you could absolutely crush the competition content wise to start a next gen they they might not have a shot out the gate not that they're not going to sell they will sell obviously they'll have things ready but you could just flood them for mm-hmm. the first couple years of that gen that's what i would personally do if i was still like yeah. the first year you could have like yes. if you get to work on it now the yes. first year you could have halo you could have yes. gears you could have yes. elder scrolls yes. 6 come out yes. as the holiday game you could have the biggest fucking year yes right that's what <laughs> God, i'm saying that guys. would be nuts dude plus like, the next gen version of call of duty ready to rock yeah. bro you could be so you could yeah, release a big update for forza motorsport at that time too like yep. they've been working on so it's like you don't have i to think that's the problem though if we get gear six like within the next two years mm-hmm. i don't know if you get a gears to the first like year of the new xbox though it depends it depends because if they they will have mastered unreal engine 5 up to that point right jasper so time frame wise depending on how they're going to reboot or what they're going to do with the franchise whatever they decide to do right they will know the inner workings of UE5. So production will probably go faster for Coalition. Coalition has always been good at that, right? So I think you technically could still work it out where they are ready, where you don't have any lapses. Assuming we don't have pandemics, assuming nothing else crazy in the world happens, I think you could line it up so that they could have it out that first year. Maybe not right at launch, but within that first year of launch. And that would still be massive, depending on when you're planning it. Yeah. Just thinking about all this stuff. Yes. The road ahead for Xbox. Yes. Insane, dude. Bro. Like, it could have so many uh, things, man. There's so many fucking games that are in the, that we know are in the works. And it's like, we start thinking about what is the, after they release this next thing, what are they going to do next and stuff? It's like, like this holy shit all these teams man if they got so many teams the fucking infinity award uh, yes sci-fi rpg i was just gonna say it i was just gonna say (laughs) jasper you're reading my mind if that just started jasper within the past couple years that would be about the time like five six years right 
you could have some big the brand new IP. That, the first yes. new R, the first new IP out of Infinity Ward, like yes, in fucking twenty years. Like that's With gonna be fucking Bioware devs. Yeah. Oh my god, man! <laughs> it would be ready right out the gate. Maybe Perfect Dark's finally ready. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. State of the K three is gonna come in the next couple years too. Like uh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean they're set. That's what I'm saying. They're set. So they have the advantage because they already have at least the next, I would say, three years lined up. Yeah. Now. 24, 25, and 26. They can probably already see their oh, yeah. roadmap they know that far they out. They know they're fucking eating, man. Yeah, yeah, they're eating good, man. And now with all this extra revenue coming in from Activision Blizzard, like this is a continuous cycle for them. So now they've got that three-year roadmap. So you do now have the luxury of starting to look ahead a little bit to the next gen. And like I said, just handpicking a few teams out to say, okay, guys, get done with what you're doing. And then you're going to start thinking, this is what we think the tech's going to be that we're putting in there. This is where we're at with it. We need you to start thinking about what you're going to do with these massive franchises. Because again, as Jasper pointed out, you Elder Scrolls Six, Gears, Halo, all within the first year of launch. Plus, you got Call of Duty coming into Game Pass at that point. That it, it's undeniable what yeah. that launch lineup would look like for Xbox. Could, like, could you, you know imagine trying to have to do Matt Booty's job right now? No, <laughs> I can't. Not without help. I would love like, to though. Is, is that I would love is to. that what he's doing? <laughs> just looking at this map. Yes. Holy yes. fuck! What am I gonna do with yes. all this shit? You know, like where yes. am I? Gonna, like, like there's this like calendar of dates and stuff, and there's there's like too many games to even fit in, it and it's like what? Where am I? Well, I think first you got to you got to get it like a ten year calendar. You got to mark the games yes. down, and then like every day you just email that one team. It's like okay, yeah. I need your updates for today, and then the next right. day you do the next game. For the next game. Yep. Yeah, just work backwards for the ten year out plan. You know, build it out, figure out like like what Pong was saying. Have something planned out for the next five to 10 years and then start counting backwards, making sure you give enough time and even overlap time. If things do, you know, miss deadlines or get pushed and whatnot, mm-hmm. have it. So you have a bubble for even extra, you know, you know, tweaking, fine tuning and polish and all that stuff. And then have like a, a possible plan B for maybe some third parties like, Hey, we would like to have, you know, these, you know, one or two family friendly games for the launch Get that going. Have your own in-house teams. Make sure that there's a Crash Bandicoot of some sort ready to go at launch. Uh, another Minecraft spinoff kind of thing. Yeah, and, and go and, from there. But and, yeah, and, and think about this too, guys. Now that we talk about these other franchises that are hitting in the next two to three years as well. So you're going to have the teams already built up, right? As long as you keep the teams together, as long as you keep expanding these studios, this is what we've always talked about as well. Nobody talks about this, but Xbox has been hiring nonstop. If they get all these teams to a point where there is two teams at minimum per studio that can work on these alternating titles, right? Then you're talking about Fable and Perfect Dark having sequels ready for the next gen because again they're already going to have the building Mm -hmm. blocks done the hardest part is going to be done so yes most triple a titles are taking five to six years did early yes right yes correct so then you're talking about within those first two to three years having a you could even potentially have in the first year but having a fable 2 sequel 
lined up right a fable new fable lined up right out the gates within the first couple years of launch another perfect dark right out the gates you could have another hellblade you could have hellblade 3 ready within the first couple years of that next gen right insane again these are just insane. the big games yes. but you got to think yes. about the stuff all in the between. little like, stuff in between. we have like tim schaefer studio like who knows yes. what he, they've been working on stuff like they they've been gotta, working on multiple games yeah supposedly. so yeah we got those we got obsidian we got yes. all these smaller studios that are kind of your filler in between your big games that are and, and that's what a lot of people play in between that makes up a lot of time starting mm-hmm. next gen could be absolutely fucking nuts bro yeah nuts <laughs> yeah i'm getting hyped mm-hmm. <laughs> just thinking about this like <laughs> i it's pretty crazy right uh, jasper sent me the um leaked list of the timelines right so like when we're talking about what they could show what what kind of be could be that surprise game next year right um originally the timeline right mm-hmm. and this was for fiscal year okay so trying to put this yes. into perspective everything or, or starfield seemed like it was a year and a half behind right yes yeah. Okay, because so it got extra. It got extra. It was fiscal year twenty one end. Is that what that means, right? So uh, the, all these games were projected to have come out in that window, and Starfield was on that list, which that ended in, um, I think, what I think it was like March or April twenty twenty two. It says fiscal year ending December thirty first on that top right corner. Okay, fiscal year ending December 31st. Okay, so they were expecting Starfield to come out in 2021. And, and at the end of 2021. And it came out yeah. almost, two, almost two years later. Yeah, right. Correct. Um, year in, uh, it came out in September, right? Was it September? Yeah, September. Yes. So it, it was a year and nine months later. Yeah, so, so pretty much the end of 2020. Yeah. If we put that same kind of time window here, all right? So in 2022, Two, which is a year after mm-hmm. Starfield, yep. there was Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. an Oblivion remaster, correct? Which is also rumored to be next year, right? Um, Elder Scrolls Online <laughs> expansion and mm-hmm. Starfield DLC, mm-hmm. which so those will all be next year. If right. we get Oblivion next year, <laughs> Oblivion remaster. <laughs> Um, Indiana Jones, like we're talking about what was originally planned for yes. a year after Starfield, yes. right? Yes. And I would look at this list as well, right? Just to put things in perspective, uh, 2021 and also had Redfall, mm-hmm. also had um, Elder Scrolls Online expansion, the one that I'm sure did hit last yes. year. It yeah, had, all of uh, 2021 is right as so out. Yeah, uh, Ghostwire yeah. Tokyo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Fallout 76 that had already come out. Right, um, a project Hibiki, which we think is Hi Fi Rush, yeah. Um, project, those are mobile, those are mobile things. I'm not gonna yeah, read those, right? Mobile. So, everything else was accurate for if either released last this this year or or prior, right? Mm-hmm. So, 2022, we should think maybe next year should potentially happen. Mm-hmm. That's Oblivion Remaster, and that's Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. It's a, unless Indiana Jones got pushed back even further than the other games, right? Mm-hmm. It's possible. Which they might give it extra time. Again, right. they've they have 100%. so much they now can give games extra time to get polished. This was this was the Zenimax strategy because yes. Zenimax board needed games to come out. 
right? So there is the potential that some of these do get pushed again as well. So, so there's also potential because of all of this and stuff that the fiscal year 23 year end games could still come out next year as well. Correct. Because if you look at the 21 when some of those had actually hit prior, right? Or mm-hmm. early 20, earlier this year. And, um, this is kind of getting past where the COVID has much of an effect on the hardcore development of these games. And one of these games that's on this list, it didn't have another game that released in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And, and for the 2022 year, or sorry, 2023 year end games, listed as Doom Year Zero. Correct. So that is a potential 2024 game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Project Kestrel, which is supposedly what we're thinking, is that ZeniMax Online game. Correct. And then you have another Elder Scrolls Online expansion. And then, Pro- one every year. And then Project <laughs> Platinum. Did we figure out what that one was? Project Platinum. I can't remember if we did. No. That was just uh, unknown. Did we, mm-hmm. we, did we think it may have been that Agents game? Or, or not Agents. Uh, what was the one? Uh, spy, spies versus spy, Spies. Spy Team. Spy Teams yeah. or something? Spy like Team. That. Spy Team, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one that there was a, a code name really leaked for. So don't don't know what Project Platinum is, but Project Kestrel has planned expansion for the following year. So that led us to think it's the new Zenimax Online game. So next year, just potentially, or for sure within the next two years, I would say, more than likely, you have Indiana Jones, the Zenimax Online game, Doom Year Zero, right? Uh, Oblivion Remaster. Um... Did I say Indiana Jones already? Uh, just from the Bethesda side. Which is crazy. On top of the other stuff. So I think we're going to get one of those next year. Yes. At least one. And, and none of them have been announced. No. Well, Indiana Jones. Well, Indiana Jones. But for next yeah. year. I mean. <laughs> and, and Todd did say we'll hear more about Indiana Jones next year. So, Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not crazy like speculation. That's not like reading the tea leaves, conspiracy no. theory shit. This is just like looking at the a leak and then trying to time right. it. Right. Yeah, the only two games that are IP. announced that we know of are Indiana Jones and Elder Scrolls Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- next year we could get one of those games, right? We could get... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see, what's the ne- other game? Uh... Uh, Hellblade 2, mm-hmm. Avowed, yep. mm-hmm. Aura, yep. Towerborn, mm-hmm. Flight Sim. Mm-hmm. Did I say Oblivion Remaster? Nope. No. Um, that's seven things that we can think of kind of off the top of our head right now. Correct. So, tune into the Game Awards, guys. I'm just saying. Like, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, if not, if they don't have anything there, then the dev direct because they got to have opportunities to show things, right? Sure. Yeah. And regardless, I think next year's fucking Xbox showcase, yes, is going to be absolutely batshit crazy. Correct. It should be from here on out. Yeah. There, there's. I no mean, it reason has why. been the last two years, but yes. like, but going yes. forward, even more so. Correct. 
This, this is, is what we talked about. This is what we crazy, talked about, bro. man. It is. It is. And like I said, there's unannounced things. There, there's. They've been growing these teams. Machine Games just opened a new studio. Yeah. There, there's, there's unannounced things. There yeah. are things that have probably been greenlit since the acquisition. There's going to be things that are greenlit from the acquisition of ABK that were mothballed or not, uh, you know, agreed to by the Zenimax board or by the Activision board. There's going to be this stuff continuously that we don't know about. And Xbox again is not shying away from the fact that they are expanding these teams. I expect their studios to be working yeah. on two and three games at a time. Like it's going to be mm-hmm. crazy. And that ESL party teams that they're working the, with as well. Yeah. And again, they're not going to stop working with the third party teams. You know, I saw somebody in chat bring up our, you know, the moat conversation. The moat conversation is a protective stance that if anything does get funky in the industry, if the third parties, you know, do continue to do deals with Sony or with Nintendo, Xbox doesn't have to overspend anymore. They can produce it in-house now. Or if something really wild happens and the industry does take a step back, then they themselves don't have to worry about that because yeah. they already have all the talent they need. That's what the moat is about. It's protecting themselves from any outside influences directly affecting what their years are going to look like. They're going to be able to set their years in stone and anything extra that they work out for deals or whatever else that they have, like third parties and that kind of stuff, is just going to be the cherry on top. They already have the entire cake built right from internal stuff they will already know what they have they won't go into a year guessing what they have or what they might have they won't be worried about contracts being signed so much anymore that's what the mode is about yeah um it, I, that guy is just trolling in the chat anyway yeah that's wrong yeah no but it's that's, but it's legit yeah. something to bring up because yeah, that's what the sure. mode is a lot of people don't understand what the mode is they're not gonna stop doing third-party deals as third party deals i mean come on uh kind of he also says kind of ironic it's playstation with a 2024 release date after months of roadmap smack talk okay so hold on yeah are you really going out there with saying the roadmap and bringing up last of us part two leak remaster is that is that the release date you're you're talking about uh, for next year, yeah, it'd um, be nice if they had new IPs, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> How about a new fucking game? That would be even better. I mean, that I don't know. Just uh, just yeah, put it Concord. out. Just put it out there. You know, Nate. You know, Nate Dog. If you got a link for that, I'd like to see it. I had not heard there was a new engine being built for Project Kestrel. So yeah, if you got a link to something that that has that a source, please, please, please send it. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, that would be interesting too. I mean, also, there's all these passing projects that we know Xbox mm-hmm. likes to greenlight, and they're right. not going to announce those until like no. they're about to come out or they'll shadow drop them. So it's or like, they'll go into preview, like yeah. Grounded did, or whatever the case. They're going to start using preview more, I believe. I think that's going to be a way forward too. And a lot of bro, it's going to well, get interesting. Oh, well, my God. remember Obsidian made mention that they had seven games for yes. six years or something, and yeah, we've yeah. only really heard about five. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted, right? That's what they mm-hmm. wanted to do. So yeah, you're right, Fuzz. Again, Obsidian's so, got multiple teams. Yeah. <laughs> they got three teams at least underneath them, right? So yeah, we didn't even we didn't even talk about Outer Worlds two coming two. Out yeah. at some point. Oh, I can't forget about that. <laughs> yeah. I would say it's probably gonna be end of the generation. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be like their their last. Hur- I won't say last hurrah, but at least for this gen. 
I think one of the last bigger games. 2026, 2027. Yeah. So, and it's going to be a a great year next year for sure. Also, I mean, I do think PlayStation is going to have a like an okay year. I honestly like feel like they have a really shaky pipeline right now, right? Where, Where we don't know a lot. Um, but in the back of my brain, I've been trying to play businessman and like knowing that that PS5 Pro, you know, that, is coming. Like, yeah. I, I feel like they're going to have some like reveals around this. They are. Probably. They are. You know, they'll have like, pro versions for everything as well. Yeah. And, and then they'll have remastered <laughs> versions for everything as well. And, and regardless of what it Eternal is, that, remastered? They, that they shove down the throat so that people are going to consume it and like love the shit out of it regardless. Think about. Think about this, not to tack on, but yeah. the opening year, like the launch year for the next gen. What if Obsidian has a Fallout New Vegas 2 ready? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, right? Yeah, like a year after Elder Scrolls 6, right? Comes out, they got a Fallout New Vegas ready for Fuck us. It, same year. Chicago. First half of year. Yeah, same Vegas. year. <laughs> yeah, the second half is 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 uh, Elder Scrolls 6. That'd be crazy, bro. But you think about that. That's yeah. the possibilities that we're talking about here. Yeah, Bethesda was such a fucking good acquisition for oh, them, yeah. dude. Yeah. All those studios were. Those 2017, yeah. 2018 oh, yeah. studios were freaking am- in exile, I swear. In exile by the end of this generation is going to be, people are going to be waiting. After Clockwork Revolution comes out, I'm betting that it hits and everybody's going to be clamoring for the next in exile game. If they go back yeah. to Wasteland again and they get a bigger budget for a Baldur's Gate 3 like level Wasteland. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, there was there was something interesting today that happened within the Xbox development side uh, that I saw. I don't remember who top, uh, posted it. it. Was either Idle Sloth or Hazardor or Clover, one one of the go to people that break news and share news a lot. Um, was Dan Greenwald actually yes, got yeah. promoted to head of Turn Ten Studios? Um, which yeah, I'm a, I miss seeing him doing the presentations for all the Forza Motorsports stuff like. He was kind of the face for Forza for a long time, and yeah. he, as he was creative director over those games, yeah. Um, shout out to Hazador. Has, has posted it. Has, that was okay. the one. Yep, yep. Shout um, out to And then um, he got promoted to a different role. He became general manager of Forza, where he wasn't directly the creative director over the individual games, but he was general manager over the creative vision for the Forza brand, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of like I don't understand how all this works, but now he's actually head of Turn Ten Studios. Um, yeah. so that's a big move because it, a lot of people don't know that Turn Ten is involved with Horizon, also, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they also do a lot of the they build the tech that uh, the most of the tech that's used for both of those games, right? So, um, yeah. he's been somebody that was there at the peak of Forza Motorsport right all along from the beginning in the face and to see that he's making all the decisions for turn 10 now like as the head of that studio like i feel like that's a good promotion there as well because oh yeah um well the hartman moved into booty's old spot so yeah is that who was the role before right was him yeah so uh, i think alan hartman was the the main guy for turn 10 now he's doing uh xbox studios uh content uh I guess like roadmap stuff while booty is like the overall, you know, person in charge between Bethesda and um, Xbox studios and stuff like that, as far as their content map. And I assuming at some point probably roll in maybe um, 
ABK under there as well. But uh, to have Greenwald kind of moved up into Hartman's old spot is pretty cool. Uh, we'll, we'll see how uh, things uh, shake out. I'm hoping that that means that they'll have more of a, a, a not really necessarily a budget, but more resources to to get some of those things that people were missing, like the drag racing and drifting yeah. and stuff like that. Make that more of a push to get those in sooner rather than later, kind of thing. So, yeah, we'll like Forza is such a good place right now. Uh, it's built as a game for the future as well. Like they're going to keep updating it, supporting it. Um, something I want to see change personally, like. Um, the game is the best racing game like I've played, right? As far as like on track and like the actual mechanics of racing, the way the tracks, the cars, all that stuff. But the outside of the race, when you're in the menus and all that shit, it's it's bare bones and it's like not really like a lot there, and it's take, taking a step back in a lot of those areas. So I want them to kind of reimagine and completely. Re- redo the outside of racing experience right and then keep the track racing the same i don't mind the car pg stuff and the progression but like the garage you know like all the menus all that kind of stuff that i think they need to the presentation aspect, the presentation like, aspect outside of the outside of the actual core game experience yeah i mean the the in my opinion, the presentation is pretty good, um, but I do like certain aspects of like what you see in Gran Turismo just a smidge better in certain yeah, instances. That, that's where Gran Turismo shines compared to like Forza, but like Forza where it matters most shines. Over yeah, Gran, you know? yeah, they got the core, the the foundation for what racing is all about as far as the feel on track and everything. They got that pretty much locked down, but uh, yeah, just... Just like for me, it's always been like the little minor things. And I know people are like, oh, who cares about painting a, a racing helmet or a racing suit in a racing game? Well, I, I kind of do because it's part of the yeah. immersion. But, you know, I, I think with, with having Greenwall, because he, he is big into the um, the paint booth stuff that like there there are definite advantages that they have in the paint booth for Forza. Uh, but I would like to see them kind of borrow an idea that Gran Turismo has where you can import decals. We'll see. Yeah. It's, it's not that important, but he's the kind of guy that will make things happen for, you know, those, you know, I wouldn't say shortcomings, but things that like some of the fan base are, are requesting and stuff. So we'll see how it goes. Were, you, were they asking for a Candy Crush style game? No, but that might be a whole different <laughs> yeah. team. Like I, I, I saw that and I'm like, I'm gonna it, play it. I'm gonna fucking play it. <laughs> the the one gripe I have, and it, it maybe I maybe they still find a way to integrate it, but I would love for them to have like if they're gonna do that mobile type game stuff to kind of get people into Forza or interested in Forza as a whole, have some of the stuff overlap. Like if you create uh, awesome design as far as in the garage. And you give a certain yeah, like rewards and candy crush stuff. stuff. Yeah, have that car, you know, sent to your garage when you have your your link your Xbox account and you have Forza that you've been playing. Your the car you design is you know in your garage for free or even or something, something as like simple that. as like if you win a match of the mobile game, you get five hundred credits or something like that for like Forza. Yeah, just something to carry over would would yeah you know make it so I would be willing to play because like. Forza Street, I it was fine for like the first couple of times, but it's like, well, 
any mobile game that I'm used to, like those companion apps and things from before, it's like that's the busy work to feed, you know, credits or prizes <laughs> yeah. into the main game. That makes sense yeah. to me, but I, I don't know if that's the target that they're they're you know going for type of thing. So I, I had some ideas with it, what they could do for like some of the other stuff. Like, um, you can kind of like kind of walk around the car in the garage now, but you're kind of like stuck to like very close to it. You know, like yeah. it's kind of like glued to certain areas. You kind of get sucked into certain things. Like, I want to mm. kind of be able to walk freely around the garage, so you can kind of see the cars like at different angles and like from further away and. And I would like to also be able to change the garage to different garages and different scenery, like as well. Yeah. But it would be nice to like, okay, so my garage I have where I pick my cars to to set in there. You know, you can mm -hmm. see the three off in the distance. You place them there, but they're just way the fuck over there. And you can't really ever see them. So there's like no point in that existing, right? Yeah. But then you have your main car that you can see and you can walk around. But like, I, what I would like to do is be able to walk freely around that whole thing, so I can kind like of like a GTA see. garage. <laughs> so I can, yeah, maybe, yeah. So I can see those cars, and I can see my car, and then like, what if I could like load up like Fuzzy's profile and be, check out his garage, and I could like load That's in his garage, and then breaking and entering. Well, I, I want to walk around and I want to see his <laughs> car collection of the cars that he showcased, so I, I could go in and check them out and see like what his cars are. Then they'll say, "I like that car." I could yeah. like hit a button and like download this tuning setup for it. Download like the uh, Forza the graphics or the graphics and the the, the paint, um, scheme, the paint yeah. scheme, all that stuff. You know, that'd be kind of cool interaction between like friends or, or whatever, and be yeah. able to kind of uh, bring that to life a little bit more. Um, but I mean, overall, there's just some presentation things. But other than that, the, the game's fucking incredible. Anyway. Oh yeah, that's my. No, that, that that would be a cool feature to be able to like customize your garage. Like if you already have the championship mm -hmm. for the Builders Cup, you have your trophy that's on like the wall that you yeah. can take a look at and stuff. And like you said, walk to the other cars. Oh, I want to change out the wheels, and you don't have to go through like ten menus yeah. to change out the, the wheels. The, these you weekly just... events, you win stuff that shows on the garages. Like yeah, yeah. like that'd be sick. You know. Yeah. yeah Fingers crossed they 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 adopt that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this show, guys, Dan. A new head of turn 10. And, and then you call it war torn. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Dan, you know, if you want the ideas, just come talk to us. You know, fuzzy here's got great ones. I, I got great ones for Forza. I'm playing the shit out of the game. I fucking love it. You know, but uh, when I go out of the racing, there's like nothing to fucking do. Like, you know what I mean, and and, yeah. and as much as it seems weird, do you want to play the game when you're not racing? Yeah, I, sometimes I like to have that chill experience where you're kind of like really relishing everything you've done and the accomplishments, or like the cars that you own, and you really want to get that more of that tinkery type stuff. And it's like that's where it kind of like gets toned down, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> somebody did make War Torn. Do you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want fucking royalties, man. What are you talking about? We, we need royalties. That, no. <laughs> There was so somebody. Who do you know who tagged us, Pong? Um, uh, no, I don't remember who did. Um, yeah. it was Tom from Toonami that tagged us. Tom. Oh, okay. was it Tom? Yeah, so, it's Tom. Oh, we there. Tom tagged us because there was a. Oh, was it that RTS game? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's what that was. Okay, right. Yeah. That was War. You... It was War Tales. Yeah. No, that wasn't War Tales. Was it? No. Yeah, he tagged us in War Tales, or he tagged me in War Tales. No, there's yeah, another. This game. was something else. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay that's was, what I thought you were talking about. But. So fucking eerie close to what our game design, but yeah. Um. Like, so he he tagged us and <laughs> was like, "This sounds a lot like y'all's 
game that y'all <laughs> made up the other day and it was like a rts in like world war one with like city building and stuff like in it, it was pretty crazy crazy now where it differed is it wasn't a first person shooter rpg right but like, oh still... you're talking about the world war one yeah. one that he tagged us in yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. where the war never if we didn't win the war type yeah 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 oh kaiser punk and kaiser punk yes yeah. yes okay that yeah. one yes yep it looks really good too though yeah, it is it on does. my list <laughs> right I, 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 yes because i was like mm-hmm. oh this looks damn cool, man. Let's yeah. go. It, it like checked like several different yeah. boxes from that city from builder RTS. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, time period was the same. Yep. So yep. like it checked like a lot of boxes from our creation that we had that on our Halloween episode, but uh, it it missed the uh, the first person uh, shooter aspect. So close enough though. All right. So uh, moving on, guys. Um, Y'all hear about this uh, KOTOR remake is dead? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well... Again. First first off, <laughs> nobody's gonna fucking want a, a the treatment that they gave Final Fantasy 16 to KOTOR. You just can't do that. And and they and they like, oh, they got a little vertical slice of the game and it's like, Sony's like... This is not like how we like our games to be made. So no, he fucking we're you know, we'll put this on ice for now and then nothing came of it and then they had a all this fucking Sony's house is burning down. They're like, Well, that's one game we can uh definitely can you give us a Larian. I'd rather see obsidian. <laughs> yeah. Well, Larian like would be great, but the, they're kind of more like the top-down CRPG studio. Like, I yeah, but I mean, they can change a little bit. I mean, they got yeah. all like the the dialogue and the options and stuff like that. I think. Yeah, I think um, Bethesda would probably make. Mm, I don't know, man. Like, who would make the best one now? Um, like, I mean, Obsidian already made the yeah. sequel. Yeah, Obsidian. no, Obsidian, I guess, right? Uh, they know it, and they still have a lot of the original talent. Those people didn't leave Obsidian. Like they did Bioware, right? So they still yeah. got the original people there. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because they because they originally Kotor two didn't didn't work out that great, you know. Well, Obsidian then, pitched for this Kotor. They're one of the original teams yeah. that did pitch for but it. They, they weren't they weren't out. owned by Xbox. Yeah, the they weren't owned by Xbox yeah. at the time. Correct. Mm-hmm. And Xbox didn't have the team to make it, or Correct. but they didn't also have faith in the Ara team, or, or not in the Ara team, the uh, Asper team. Aspire, Aspire, or, yeah, whatever the fuck their name. I always can't say their name. Aspire, uh, to, to make them, but also at the time they wanted to really invest in IPs that they owned as well, right? I think if that same deal had come across the table today, it would be a different story, right? The question is, will that deal be back up on the table now? Will this does the contract that they had with Disney or whatever to, for this game? Is there some kind of stipulation now, potentially, where the PlayStation doesn't matter anymore, all this other stuff didn't matter anymore about the funding and who's making it, and now there could be potential uh, reassignment or the uh, for grabs on this IP again? Like, or it could even be like a thing where it's like maybe Sony still has like a two-year deal with it, even though they're it's canceled. Maybe they still have it locked for two years under them. That's making that's it. what I'm asking. It, it it could it could be like Sony. Uh, back the funding on this and that's one of the reasons it got canned because they saw it and they didn't like it uh so embracer group panicked um 
and made a horrible decision and shifted a lot of stuff. And then now to the point where they put the game and people that didn't know how to make this kind of games hands um, after Aspire had already recruited a bunch of people that had originally had worked on the game and uh, top tier type talent um, to make this style game. And they weren't happy with it because it didn't look like fucking God of War Ragnarok three or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, pretty much dude. now the game got put in saber. They didn't know what the hell to do with it or how to make it. And now it's pretty much dead and it's, there's nobody working on it. Grub said, and we also know so. that Disney's talked about kind of wanting to do their own thing in games again. So maybe they just hold it off and do it themselves. I don't know. Yeah. Disney's not ready for that. No. I think the, I think Microsoft should just go give them a bag. Here's enough to pay off whatever fucking contract Sony has. Let's go make this game. Here's obsidian. Let a small team start it. Finish avowed and then full hands on deck making this game to be ready in a couple of years maybe microsoft just buys disney how about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that minus, would be it's it's yeah, minus the music uh, part. Well, we're gonna get the microsoft lawyers on the we, phone we right really now we really want to get that kotor game how do we do it hey uh just, just buy disney okay let's do it <laughs> um there's you know disney did say that you're right um, about them wanting to do their own thing or, or starting the, the board was trying to get yeah their yeah and the board right they, they don't know what the fuck how game development yeah. all they see is dollar cents so they're like yeah, yeah. we should be doing it but we that's make, not stopping them from money. like oh just no. give it to fucking barbie princess studio over here and they can make <laughs> it you know <laughs> the board was pushing them to buy like ea so yeah you know yeah. They, they want yeah i think they want more yeah. talent that can do it so they right. right but i don't know what's the guy's name bob Iger. Iger. Right? yeah bob Iger. Iger. uh yeah. he i think is happy with probably the way it's set up right now where they're just re- because they have no risk yeah less over you know like Iger's got enough problems as it is right yeah, now. They, yeah they've been good. Yeah, Captain Kennedy, <laughs> they've been going through some financial strike anyway. and yeah. everything yeah. else yeah Iger's got a lot to deal with so, right now um and what I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see Disney do that though, because like they've already tried to do that twice and they failed. You know, um, they made yeah. some decent games, right? See, but yeah. the problem sure. is, it's not what you want; it's what Disney wants, and they'll do whatever the fuck they think can make them money. Again, yeah, I don't want Kathleen and Kennedy in charge anymore, and she's but still uh, is, you don't think so. some, somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody there will be like, you know, remember when we tried to do this before and we got out because we sucked at it. Yeah, let's try it again. <laughs> like, it makes makes zero sense. All the all they see is dollar signs. So like, yeah. we need to make where we can go and make money. Hey, they're making billions of dollars in video games. I mean, let's what, get our hands on it. it. We just watch them run the fuck Marvel universe into the ground. For God's sakes, man! <laughs> yeah, these people these people aren't the best decision makers. Let's put it that way. No. Um. How dare you with that slander, Ponsel? You know it. <laughs> they just wrote a three hundred million just, they just made check the worst for Marvels movie or whatever. Like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I kind of like the Marvels, man. It's three hundred million dollars worth. Like, I, well, I'm not writing the checks. I don't <laughs> yeah, care. Right, right. They waste did, did, did that movie look like it was costing three hundred million dollars? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how much movies cost <laughs> oh, to make. Come on, man. <laughs> It was a you run a show called Fun Pop. You know more than you're letting on. It was a it was a fun watch. It was a fun watch. You know, yeah, I, it's so it fun so that cool. nobody's watching it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, they should. I think it's it's got some good stuff in there. You know? 
because yeah. um, well, everybody's a bunch of ists and phobes. That's why. That's all it is. Don't cap for Marvel, Duke. Do you not know me? <laughs> I love fuck. I love the MCU. Like I love all even the shitty movies. I love them. Like uh, yeah, maybe some of them are overpriced. Um, <laughs> man's a bootlicker. <laughs> Loki's the only man. good thing that came out of Marvel since the End Games. Mm. Y'all, we're, gonna, not, we're not doing a fun pop. Y'all episode, are gonna run go. this shit to the ground before I get the X Men, and I'm not gonna allow it to happen. Okay? Yeah, well, they're gonna, they're never gonna. They're going to destroy the X Men. No, it's they're over not. With. Yes, they are. They didn't destroy My the beloved Avengers. They're gonna have fire. Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. You know this. You know, they're going to have fucking, you know, I don't know who who to play Gambit, but they're not going to have who you want. You think they would have the actual original X-Men team or not, or just start a whole new They're, they're going to, they're going to have oh, whatever that fucking, that stupid comic book you showed us where they had strong guy or whatever in <laughs> <laughs> team girl or whatever. It, 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 it's coming. It's coming, bro. It's no, going to be so because bad. Because of existing contracts are going to have to stick to the regular cast until 2025. And they're going to do some like experimental movies, like <laughs> Disney is going to change it and stuff like that. And then after that, they're going to kind of have in the mutant saga. They're gonna go back to like with new cast and everything, and and really build the X Men from scratch. Yeah, if you leave it up to Kathleen Kennedy, it's gonna be X people. Yeah, and, right. well, and she it, she's Star Wars. So. And I heard Daisy Ridley is gonna play Jean Grey. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I I'm at the point where I have zero face, so whatever, oh, go for it. I don't give a shit. I thought if they Ken surprise me and they make Grey. a great X Men. Great, I will invest. I will go watch. But if they do what they've been doing, which I expect them to do, X Men kids, then I've got I've got what I've got from the X Men. Man, the, the payoff watching Marvel's uh, Avengers Endgame, right? See, that's the thing. Everyone only likes that movie because the indie cutscene. That's the only reason people no, like that movie. <laughs> I, I I love the movie because it's a perfect culmination to like. No, you decade. got hit with a massive nostalgia bomb right at the end, which brought that movie up to like a nine for you. Fuck no, yeah, I, I, I'm, admit you're right. Fox ruined the X Men as far as movies goes, but the thing that Fox did do was great casting for yes. the X Men. Their yes, casting they, for the X Men was freaking yeah, oh, fantastic. Hundred percent. Their yeah. writing and the rest well, of it, bullshit. The, the, origi- but, the original yes, casting. The original casting. Right. Correct. The original. Yes. 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 Not. Not the yeah. fucking. And not the kids, and not the bull. Yeah. yeah not the but, university X Men. But yeah, to be yeah. fair, Marvel got a lot of a lot of casting right too with the Infinity Saga. Yes, they did. I mean, mm-hmm. but they, they haven't been great Thanos, lately. Josh Brolin. <laughs> There's uh, a new character. Simu Liu as Shang Chi is amazing. Uh, Chris Evans as Captain America was perfect. He had uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. He had Scarlett Johansson yeah. as Black Widow. We said that I mean, that's great. It was fucking We're talking amazing. about new. I mean, come on, man. New. It's like, what do we expect? I mean, these other characters they have now kind of like are just like whatever characters right now. I want the goods again. We'll see they're the big, big names. They're big people. They're, Dude, they're did you not big see the rumors for the casting for the other people? Like Mads Mikkelsen? Daniel Radcliffe for Wolverine? That's fantastic. Dude, I don't, the thing with all these rumors for the casting, I don't know where the fuck these are coming from, but it's every other fucking day. It's like, oh, this fucking dude's <laughs> gonna play Mr. Fantastic. Pe- Pedro, it's like, where the fuck is this coming from? <laughs> Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards potentially as well now. Um, Terrible. We'll see how that one plays out. I'm Why 100% would he sold. be Reed Richards? <laughs> but that's, that's what they're saying. That's pretty much official. Yeah, what, wasn't it supposed to be the dude from the office? Yeah, the, uh, the one Carell? that was in 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, Steve Carell. That one. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, the guy that, that was in the perfect Marvel. Cast. Let's go. Marvel. Uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Strange, Marvel, uh, the Multiverse of Madness. The person that played actual fucking Reed Richards yeah, John was a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. was good. But he's not going to be him. It's going to be Pedro Pascal. That's, That's a stupid. stupid cast. Going to be Joel. It, he's he's gonna be what is he gonna do? He's gonna be like, tell me your your wishes and I'll make them true. No, he's not gonna be the oh, wish. Master. Sorry, wrong movie. Yeah, sorry. No. I mean, he's Pedro, gonna wear a metal helmet the whole time. Pedro Pascal is awesome. Okay, besides his role as he's the gonna wish have master. a little fucking baby Yoda like fucking tucked <laughs> under his arm. Like, right. hey, am I doing this right? Okay, that's that's your fun pop for Xbox Ultimate All this right. week. I can't wait till they introduce <laughs> the little side characters to X Men. It's gonna be great. They all have their own little pet. With I don't. Them. Give oh a God! Fuck stop. As long stop. as how, they they don't do that in the Marvel movies. No, no, it'll be ex pets. <laughs> yeah, ex pets. Oh, yes, that would uh, be fantastic. Yeah, um, I'll have a spinoff show like freaking. Uh, well, you have DC like fucking, dogs it, and cats. Uh, Psylocke pets. or whatever, or bulldog. Where the the fucking bulldog that's the mutant or whatever. Um, uh, um lock. Lockjaw. Lockjaw. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Jose, uh, there's already two uh, Black Panther games in the works right now. So I don't yeah. think Xbox needs to jump into that fray. Um, so yeah, they, need to, they need to make an X Men game. And Black Panther's an overrated yes, character. I've anyway. said that they need to make an X Men game. Again, the marketing rights itself, I can't believe. Again, give me the checkbook, Phil. I'll go cut some IP deals for you. Yeah. X Men, Xbox would be perfect. Or just make a Gambit game. I like Gambit no. not as much as you, but make X Men. You can have Gambit in X Men and Wolverine. Just make Hogwarts Legacy, but X Men. Mm. That would suck ass, dude. No, like, you, I, you make your own X Men and you go to school at the Professor Xavier, and then you go out and you fucking. I don't want to play as a dorky ass kid student X Men. I want to <laughs> yeah, go right, out and be saving right. the fucking world. Man. I want to be the. But you uh, could powerful. make Gambit if you want to. Yeah, Gambit. Yeah, I don't want to. To sit in fucking class as Gambit. I, I want to go <laughs> kicking people's ass with my stick. But part of the fucking training is field training. You got to go out there and learn how to beat some assholes up. Yeah. Whoa. Pause. Okay. <laughs> yes, and they should already have a spawn game in development for Xbox as well. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Anime compilations. Yeah. Spawn is so underutilized; it's not even freaking funny. He's in Call of Duty. You got what you want. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. He he was in uh, what is it? Soul Caliber on Xbox, yeah. and then now Punisher. Think about if Xbox lined it up: Punisher, Spawn, and an X Men X Men game. Like that would be like the perfect lineup for them. Like mm-hmm. completely, especially Sp- even if they went out and just got Spawn and Punisher, they would fit yeah. right in with the Xbox. Like it. it Stellar. I, I would, know. I would just say, leave and it blade. All. Just I don't, I don't care as long as I get a gambit. Yep, gambit and whatever. A blade game too, and in, in tandem yeah. with the movie. Now that the rumors are back on that the movie is going to be rated R, I'm, I'm okay with it again. Gambit will we'll be see. in the new uh, X Men dating sim. Uh, what, the, X, the X-Men Rogue love story or the exactly. uh, Gambit Rogue love story that'd be great yeah. mm-hmm. a rogue Wolverine can't have Jean Grey <laughs> I get Colossus if we're just getting our X-Men that we want okay so let's each claim an X-Men that we can play <laughs> if we had to create an X-Men game which would be your character the Gambit no, so nobody Colossus. can take it Jean Grey Colossus, Phoenix obviously Jean Grey, Fuzzy yep 
I would Buzz, probably go Buzz Storm. Storm? Right on. Yeah. Psycho. I love the anti-hero Phoenix Jean Grey story where yeah. she was fighting off the X-Men. That would be freaking yeah. dope as fuck. And Psycho? He's looking up a list uh, of X-Men right now. Weapon X? <laughs> he has no... <laughs> Weapon X? Really? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. That's the female, like, uh, Wolverine, right? Oh. Uh, Weapon X is Wolverine, bro. Is it? Yeah. That's when he had all that metallic shit on his fucking on his head. Or am I thinking of the alternate universe in the? You're thinking of X twenty three. Okay. Yeah. Are we sure about this? Yes. Um. Berserker, give me your bub. Colossus is a great character, Jasper, (laughs) but he got it. I loved his relationship with Wolverine, right? Those yeah, two together. I, I know thing. Were, He's like kind of a, a boring character at the same he, time. He like, is. He <laughs> I just, he I just is. like him so much though. Right. <laughs> He's got a great sister though. I'll give him I'll give him that magic. <laughs> so uh now I love magic after playing Midnight Suns too. So uh, I do like magic, but uh but him and him and Wolverine's relationship in the comics back in the day and uncanny. Oh bro, that was fucking classic. I love those two together. Well, Along with Nightcrawler. Weapon X is a fictional government genetic research facility project appearing in American comic books published by me. They were they were conducted by, okay, so it's like that's just like the experimental thing. It, like the thing with Colossus, he kind of just became the punching bag. It's like, right. oh, you need a big okay. strong guy to get punched. Like here's Colossus is like whatever. So yeah, Weapon X. <laughs> you just want the big metal schlong, that's all. Right. Wolverine, the original Weapon X. Why don't you just say Wolverine? Don't want to be different. <laughs> Isn't Steel, that the most Steel, psycho Steel thing claimed to do? Wolverine in the chat, by the way. So, okay. I, I well, you can't have it's the same person. So, anyway, that's fair. All right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> One pop segment. Let's yeah, go. sorry guys. Uh, Diablo chat yeah, was loving it. it. They're coming up with the yeah. ideas in chat. So nice. Yeah. 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 Um, Vic, the motherfucking click with the two dollars says. Gambit is not coming out, Mav. Give it up. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, shit. You know, it's a dream of mine. I actually have put out before that I want Sucker Punch to make a Gambit game. Like, I know it would be PlayStation exclusive, but I don't give a shit. Like, that that developer's perfectly suited to make a Gambit game. Um, Alvin, with a $2 super chat, said Iron Galaxy could have a new Killer Instinct ready for next gen. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that would it, to, to that was to the conversation of us with all the yeah. next gen games being ready. That, yeah, that would be five, when Ki two five years come to out. launch Ki two. And maybe this is to test to see you know the yeah. community like get reinforced you know and then you know uh, Ki two starts development they really go all out and balls to the wall. Could happen. Um, Diablo four expansions coming next year. Um, yep. It looks pretty awesome. We saw a hint of it at BlizzCon. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was, I guess there, today there was some speculation or rumors from Charlie Intel about due to a, a survey, kind of a went survey out. thing, yeah. right? Um, I saw this in the DMs. So mm-hmm. uh, 
there was some concern because there was like a $90 thing thrown out there, but like, <laughs> there's no way possibly in hell that they, they would release an expansion. They're not going to charge bucks. you a DLC yeah. costs more than a fucking game. There's yeah, just no, no way. Right. No. Yeah. No, so that, that's probably like the ultimate edition yeah. with the expansion right. and the DLC or like a, a season pass or something like that. Right. And maybe see, like, would you pay $90 for a bundle of content or something like that? Right. Or something. Yeah, I, there's no way they're launching that yeah. expansion at $90. But they also, Forty dollars is on there too, so like I think yes. that that would be probably like an expectation of a price tag for that, you know. A brand new land, brand new character with the full expansion of the story. Absolutely, I could see forty dollars for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Right on. Um. Well, um, I'm hoping that Xbox gets that Kotor remake at some point and does it, but we'll see what happens. And guys, I'm telling you. We will get a Gambit appearance in a video game again, besides <laughs> Ultimate Alliance and stuff like that. Yep. I think we're going to yep. get an actual Gambit. Um, you know, I, here's a candidate for for it. Okay, so we got Street Fighter Six. Mm-hmm. Do you think Marvel's just hey willy nilly giving up IPs and ideas and stuff? Like, you think maybe Capcom Marvel get back together again and make another Marvel versus Capcom game? It would be nice, but it would be great. Based on I, I, the core of Street Fighter Six, mm-hmm. I would honestly, I would rather have an SNK versus Capcom, or yeah, a versus Street Fighter. But yeah. that uh, having Capcom versus uh, or Marvel versus Capcom would be pretty cool as well. But something about SNK, I it just it's almost like Neo Geo days and and arcade days that those those two brands you know head to head I think would be pretty cool. Yeah. So I just looked it up. Reaper is Souls for Diablo three. It launched at forty. Yeah. So, so maybe it'll be Makes fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Next gen tax. Nah, forty. Yeah, I, I think forty is a good price point for expansions. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Legit. Yep. Um, Jay Rember with the two dollars says, "I need a Xbox exclusive Ninja Gaiden reboot ASAP." Ooh, God. Why don't they just work with from software and bring back uh, Ninja Blade? That was an Xbox exclusive IP. Yeah. I think Xbox mm-hmm. might own that IP still. That would be dope. Now with how from software is, pay him the bag. This I would be something I- like that is working in the background. Mm-hmm. Like I they've they've made so many trips to that region, I would not be surprised if that's not something already in the works. And Phil said that they've got big games coming from the east, Fuzzy. Yeah, so, so it could just be uh, giving uh, Platinum a bunch of money to waste. <laughs> no, I don't think they're making that <laughs> mistake ever again. At least not Phil. No. no they, mm. So Team Ninja's doing a game with Xbox, right? They're doing that other Capcom, or was it Capcom no. and or Koei Tecmo, or who's doing the other game with Path of the Goddess? Who's doing that's that? A, that's Capcom. Capcom. That's okay. Capcom. And yep. then there was another team doing another game. I can't remember the name but, of it. It's multi-plats is coming to Game Pass, right? Atlas. Yeah. Um, Path of the Goddess is multi-plat still. It's just coming to Game Pass day and day. Right. Right. Okay. And then the Atlas game. So Team Ninja is making Rise of the Ronin. Right. For PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, And they just put out Wolong. Yes. Okay. And Wolong came to Game Pass day and day. But but Rise of the Ronin is exclusive to PlayStation. So maybe, you know, it would be time for Ninja Gaiden to come back. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I I feel like you know they did the whole collection thing with the remastered collection. That's absolutely awesome. I recommend people get that um, because it holds up. 
but besides that, you kind of see the, the origin of Souls games in that game too a little bit. Like, um, even though it's from Team Ninja, like there's a lot of the same stuff that in Souls games were in the original Ninja Gaiden uh, back then, and not the original, but the you know the X, the old Xbox ones. Um, but don't you kind of think that Ninja Gaiden's just one of those like early IPs from the generation, like? Xbox early Xbox no. generation that doesn't come up anymore. Like I don't know. No. I feel like it's kind of it's already had one resurgence. Like because this was an old IP from back in the old school days. Yeah, right. From Nintendo and, NES and then the hardest NES games and then NES games and then uh, Team Ninja brought it yep. back. Right, mm-hmm. and it was it was fucking huge, dude. You were a little kid, Jasper, when it's was at its peak. Right, I understand you don't understand the significance of it, but I literally <laughs> got. An Xbox at one at one point I didn't have an Xbox and then I went and got an, another actually Kate got it for me uh, another Xbox again just for Ninja Gaiden like when the new one came out like I I had to fucking play that game like that Ninja Gaiden at the time was like peak fucking action game it was the it was it set the bar. Right. Yeah, but they haven't fucking done anything with it since what, like 360? Exactly. So it's been a, just like originally between the NES to that time, right? It's time again, right? Yeah, just do like a reimagining or like a reboot to some extent, kind of like the way they brought um, uh, Demon Souls back. So I, I would say bringing Ninja Gaiden back at this point would be the thing to do and give it a try and probably be a game of the year contender more than likely. But without. But Mav, without Itagaki, without Itagaki, yeah, without yeah. Itagaki, <laughs> he's the reason those games were probably so special, right? Yeah, yeah. Itagaki was huge, especially yeah. with Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, I mean, and, fucking Dead or Alive he, and all that shit. Yeah, all Dead or Alive was, was fucking, his. That was his brain. Oh, it was bro. so fucking cool, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. It was so like he was closely tied to Xbox. I mean, they they were doing Xbox exclusives, like launch games, all these things. He's right? he's like, always loved Xbox. He's loved Xbox yeah. forever. Yeah. And just go and get him again, right? Say so he wants to work with Xbox. Like put him, we've talked about there. this, man. I give him one more shot. I give him one more shot. Yeah. I don't know if he's got anything left in the tank, but I give him one more shot just because of what he was. I mean, I think the other thing he did with his team, like he's trying to build yeah. up a new team from scratch. So, you know, you have financial pressures. You have like oh. all this stuff, right? Like if you just put him as head of like a creative team that's really talented. And has the financial backing again. Like I, I feel like his creative genius would still come through. You know what I mean? Um, there would be jiggle physics out the ass. That's for damn sure, <laughs> right? Um, but yep. you know those those games have kind of died when he left. You know, like Dead or Alive. They still, they, they out, still sell though too. People like to say that you can't do that in twenty three. But look at the attention Stellar Blade got when it yeah. came out. Just just because of how they've they they designed her. Okay. Yeah. Those games still you can you can moan and whine it, it, and cry about it. it Eastern but people still Eastern de- developers can do it. Western, I think, are a little more like yeah, PC about it. Yeah. Right. But Eastern developers yeah. still get away with it. Phil's trying to make deals in the East. Bring some of the jiggle physics. Let's get back to it. Itagaki's out there. I would give him one more chance. I would roll. Mm-hmm. It. Is, was that the game when we were watching on a co-stream or something? And Jess was yeah. like, whoa, yes. whoa, no, whoa, that was, no, uh, that was no. bright memory. Infinite. Yeah, that was the Jasper literally came on, on the stream. Um, it was crazy. 
Um, Bold Alpha Wolfpack with a five dollars says, "You know what would be crazy good? A new Bloody Roar. Take my yes. money now." Oh, oh my god, yeah. Bloody Roar was so freaking amazing. I can't believe they so haven't cool. brought that back. I can't believe that. Did you get his other one too about Dark Stalkers? Oh no, I didn't see that one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Five dollar Bold Alpha Wolfpack bomb. I'd want a Dark Stark Dark Stalkers comeback or a fully supported. Marvel versus Capcom 2 reboot. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Darkstalkers. I love Darkstalkers. How, how about you have... Here's an idea. Capcom Ultimate collect, like collection. like Or not collection. Well, but done it. No, not... Yeah, like, I was going to say, was, wait, you can go trying, play Darkstalkers right now. I the wrong word. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Ultimate fighting championship game or like whatever. a compilation uh, of have, all mm-hmm. the fighters all yeah. of them you know but like, which and, the only system is what or the only decision is what system do you use because they all fought differently and that the the closest thing to that is when they do like marvel versus capcom because you have Correct. like and they have a mix capcom yes. characters yes. in there and which yes. I, i'm saying basically that but just blow it up to where it's like yeah. fucking so many of all Wasn't these the, didn't they do that with that anime fighting game that just got shut down a couple years ago uh, I forgot what it was called, but it had like Dragon Ball Z characters, Naruto, and like Death Note anime characters and shit. All um, Jump Force, yeah, Jump Force. It only yeah. lasted like two years and it got shut down, but it had like the, all the fucking biggest animes in it, which was weird. Yeah, but yeah, that was... was being a 3D fighter. I think was yeah the hard part about it. The the Dragon Ball Fighters or with a Z that, at the end. That I think was that was a better Bandai Namco fighting games too, right? Like yeah, the, the licensed ones that they do. Like they're 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 good, right? But they're not like a Marvel versus Capcom good or like a yeah. Street Fighter Mortal Kombat, you know, level, right? Um uh Alvin with the five dollars says if Ninja Gaiden you could level up the wooden sword seven times to create the unlabored flawlessness. Still my favorite game weapon of all time. Ooh. Oof. Speaking nice. speaking facts right there. Yeah, still says <laughs> the problem was the lack of quality in the game. Yeah. And jump force. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. There's a, there's another uh there's a couple games like that you know but <laughs> AJH with the clay fighters let's go clay fighters clay let's fighters. go <laughs> <laughs> let's go okay so I, I had an idea to do like a top five and I want to start trying to do this occasionally uh so I kind of want to do a top five and I was planning on doing like top five RPGs of all time but we're already talking about fighting games. Right. So mm-hmm. let's I want to get our top five fighting games of all time. And I'm putting you on the spot so you don't have any time. And I was inspired because me and Kate were talking about top five food places <laughs> because <laughs> that's where our conversations usually go. And I'm like, man, I want to do this with video games like on the show. Right. Like um, because it's interesting and I almost want to see if we could predict what each other's are. You there's you, no one's gonna predict my number one. I've said it before, but it's only if you remember it. You fight your favorite fighting game of all time. Yeah, because it's a shitty one. <laughs> oh man. Okay, are, are we all thinking? Yeah. All right. I, I'm curious over the chat too. I want to know what your guys' are too. Um, okay. You got your psycho. Uh yeah. So. Um, I think this one is like my favorite. I've just had a lot of memories playing at the arcades. Um, well, at a coffee shop that has had this uh, arcade cabinet, but it was uh, Soul Calibur 2 was my all time favorite. 
Okay. Um, and then um, followed, I would say, um, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Um, then we can go into um, Power Stone. And then go into... Um, Oh, what was that? Um, Counting Power Stone, huh? Right. Yeah, I mean it's it's a fighting game, right? Technically, it's, it's yeah. yeah, it's an arena. It's okay, okay. You know, I mean, I'm cool with it because that changes my list. I'm cool with it. We're counting it, obviously, but I just was thinking more classic style fighters. But go ahead. Sorry, I didn't um, just go. What was that? Um, yeah, oh my god, it was on the freaking Sega Saturn. Um Virtual Fighter? No. Um this is like battle. You're not talking about the, the fighting vipers? No, they were like anime characters. Dude had like a long long hair. He was a shinobi. Um it's it was like battle. Battle Arena, uh, Battle Arena Toshin. Battle Arena Toshiden. Yeah, yes. that PlayStation. That yeah. was PlayStation. Oh, uh, they had it also on on Saturn. I don't. Did they? It was a launch title for PlayStation One. I don't think so. I think that was. Well, it was either a sec, a sequel, or it was like maybe. Okay. All right. That's cool. Go. Um, and then, um. I'll get. I'll go with the last one. Is it virtual on? Okay. Okay. Good one. Oh, like that's the one. that's the mech one, right? Yep. Mech yeah. One. Yeah. That was great at the arcades, dude. Love that. Um, who else has his ears ready? I'm trying I, to think of one. More. I, I'll read some from the chat. Bold Alpha Wolfpack said, uh, "Tekken Two, Marvel vs. Capcom Two, Bloody Roar, uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai, and Soul Calibur yeah. Three, and Street Fighter Alpha 2. Uh, Steel says Tekken Tag 2, Soul Calibur 4, uh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon, Dead or Alive 3, Dragon Ball Z, Budokai, Tenkaichi 3. Some of these I've never played. Like, I never played the Budokai Tenkaichi game. Are those like, am I saying that right? Is that like uh, um, one of those where you like, it's like kind of open in 3D and you like end up in the sky okay. a lot? I, I got mine. Okay. Um, go, go for so it. Number one is in order, but everything after that is just kind of whatever order. Number one is Shaq Fu. Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> in the S. <laughs> right on. Okay. Um, and then it's uh, Pokemon Stadium. Oh, uh, oh Jesus! Okay. <laughs> Def Jam. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Def Jam's yeah. a good one. Uh, Def yeah. really Celebrity good one. Death Match. Okay. And Fight Night. And fight night, y'all. Y'all remember the fucking day when we we're coming up with the celebrity deathmatch? Uh, mm-hmm. that, that was freaking amazing, bro. It's <laughs> hilarious, dude. Uh, so that that was like, I guess you know that's fitting uh, because you don't really play traditional fighting games. Yeah, I don't right? really care about the normal fighter stuff. So, so you just play all the quirky ass ones yeah. and stuff. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, some of those are pretty good. Um, Def Jam was good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Pokemon Stadium is that the one that was on 64? Uh, 
Yeah, it was on 64, and they may have like GameCube releases too, I think. But there, there was one that I played that was more like a fighting game than uh, from Pokemon, and I, I kind of yeah, it's like it. it's you're in a 3D stadium, so I mean, right. Okay, I think it's still a bit turn based, but yeah. Um, Alvin says Killer Instinct 2013, Guilty Gear Strive, Soul Calibur, uh, Dream DC. I'm guessing you mean Dreamcast, uh, Soul Edge. Which was the actual original Soul Calibur, um, and then probably Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Right on. Mm. Uh, you got yours, Pong. Yeah, it's all these are always tough. For I know me that, these are on the spot my, too. So, and, yeah. and my but my history goes back. So and I'm doing franchises because I can't uh-huh. pick out specific. But I played so many, and I'm not a, I'm not the fighting guy. I play against the computer most of the time, but. The one where I did put in the most time because we used to have competitions, and this is one that not a lot of people are going to remember. It was on Sega Genesis, but Eternal Champions. I put so much time into that because we used to have these tournaments at Funko Land. That was like the one fighter I got serious about because I wanted to beat my coworkers, like, and I <laughs> had to get good at it. And Eternal <laughs> Champions, I got to put it in here. And then, like, this is difficult because. You asked me this question again. I'm going to come up with a totally different list because I've played so many and I enjoy so many, but I enjoy right. them for different reasons. But Soul Calibur franchise, love them all. Yeah. I love Soul Calibur. Always Tekken, same thing. I love Tekkens. Tekkens are freaking fantastic. Power Stone because Psycho brought it up. Got to say it because Power Stone is one of my favorite all-time games too put so many hours in that game um and then right now on the spot guilty gear because i love the guilty gear animation i love the stories of the characters um they have these whole like movies you can actually watch like just love the guilty gear series for what they bring i love the characters but again you ask me again i'm gonna have dark stalkers in there i'm gonna have bloody yeah, Roar in there star wars point. masters yeah. of terakashi yeah i'm gonna f- i'm gonna find some <laughs> random weird stuff in there all the time battle arena toshidin is absolutely a classic for me because it was one of the reasons why i picked up the playstation one i played it at a demo kiosk before it came out when they were promoting playstation the first one and it was blew me away and i played so much battle arena like yeah but that's my five right now okay good list um do you have yours fuzz yeah mine mine's kind of along, along the same lines as pong not the exact same games but it kind of would probably change depending on when you ask me so i gotta start off with the ones that i probably played the most some of these are going to be series some are going to be individual ones and I'll, I'll go through it but like right now i'm kind of stuck at six and I'll, I'll start with one of my first favorites karate champ in the arcade oh and nice yeah beautiful dude. so many quarters man so many quarters. <laughs> that's a great one man just, just the fact that you could get disqualified for punching the guy in the nuts—that I'll for always remember that one. Or just doing the uh, the spin kick to the head, you know, always getting knockouts and stuff like that. It, it was like the go-to game for me when I was a little guy playing at the arcades back in early '80s and whatnot. So that that's always going to have like a special place. Virtual Fighter, um, primarily on the Saturn. And I forget his name. It's it, basically because of the drunk guy. Like, I always love using that character because for whatever reason, I was like the only person, that I guess I knew like all of the moves by like muscle memory. And I would always use that guy to win. And it was like, I, I was basically the guy that would just constantly take drinks and do the drop kick and fall down and oh, like I'm knocked out. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that was one of my favorite games of all time, and uh, I think it was like either Virtual Fighter, the first one, or Virtual Virtual Fighter Two. Yeah, that that was my game growing up. Uh, another one on this list is going to be, uh, super, well, Street Fighter as a whole, but particularly Super Street Fighter Four, and I think they had like a Turbo Alpha version or whatever. And it's primarily because I think that's the one outside of like a Capcom versus Marvel or whatever that had the most Street Fighter lineup or the largest Street Fighter lineup. And uh, is it Jin Lee or it, it's the the weird chick that does a lot of kicks with like the one purple eye or, or eye patch or whatever. That was like my favorite fighter for that. But that that game as a whole, pretty much the whole lineup, I think, was like the peak for Street Fighter as far as a whole. Right. Uh, let's see. Did Cry Champ Virtual Fighter Street Fighter, and then the these last three. And I I know I'm already at three, but it's like I got to put Bushido Blade in there as well, just mm, for the fact that nice. like when I when I was first dating my wife, and and that was like she was like my main go to partner as far as playing against uh, her on that on my PS one. I guess it was. Um, she would always like chopping me at my at my knees and stuff and i would sometimes win but it was just so much fun that they had that mechanic where you could chop somebody's arm and then they they have to you know fight with just one arm with their sword and stuff like that so bushido blade is always going to be one of those games i just adored growing up or or when i was like a late teen early <laughs> growing up, I met my wife growing up <laughs> yeah well I, it like it we're talking like th- almost 30 years ago yeah. and <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, Bushido Blade's definitely up there. And then the, it, the toss-up is the between the last two is going to be Fight Night, but it's round three on the PS3 because they had the first-person yeah, mode. Sort of mm-hmm. That I think is what nut- nudges it up a little bit more, just because of the first-person mode. And I, I played so much of that, both online as well as you know, just against the AI and stuff like that. And then Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters was like the next one because it it looks like the cartoon, like better than I've seen a lot of the other Dragon Ball uh, games, and it's fun to play. And you could be a button masher, or you can know what the actual inputs are, and you can still have a good time playing that. And me and my sons, you know, fought each other on that for for months and stuff like that until they started getting better at the the button uh, inputs and things like that. So, but uh, I, I still kick their butts in, in street fighter. So that, I guess it balances it out, but those, those are my top, I, I think I said six, but I, I would tie fight night and dragon ball fighters up there for like the final uh, position for five. Right on. That's a good list, bro. Love it. Um, there's so many good fighting games. dude. Did you do yours math? Not yet. We got, I still got to get psychos oh, okay. too. What are you talking about? You already did. Oh, did I? That was the first one. Psycho psycho let off. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. My bad. It's been so long. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. That old age, bro. Fuck me, dude. I know. (laughs) I've always had a bad memory. Um, So here's my list. Okay. Uh, Tekken 2. Played the. here's, Here's the thing. Back in the day, I used to play a lot of fighting games with my buddies, like around that time. And. I wasn't the best out of the bunch. I'll just say that. I, I wasn't like bad, but 
I got my ass kicked a lot because a lot of them were really fucking good. And um, it was really felt good when I would win and win like more than one match in a row. So like certain games, I have those like long memories of like what's just like all hanging out in the fucking bedroom, just playing these fucking fighting games. And that's where like most of my like love comes from is for Tekken 2. Yeah, I don't remember if it was the best Tekken, but that was the one I remember doing that the most. You know what I mean? Like, and it was a blast. So, um, another one, and I don't know if this 100% qualifies. I think it does. Uh, w- WCW versus NWO World Tour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got all about wrestling games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did too. The fucking the, the one on the 64 was fucking amazing. Pro wrestling that, on that, NES. There was, Let's go. there was three on the 64. That's This is one of them. So... Uh, there was Revenge, Nitro, and World Tour. And uh, World Tour was my favorite. Did they all come in black cartridges? Because I have one in a black cartridge, I remember, I think. <laughs> um, I don't remember. It's a little different saying you played with your boys in the bedroom. Yeah, we played We played <laughs> video games in the bedroom. Like, that's where the game There was no online was. back then. <laughs> like, my, my mom or whatever's in the living room watching, like, some soap opera or some shit. Like, we're going to be hanging out in the bedroom, like, uh, all sitting our asses on the on the bed, like, watch, playing the fucking game. And we'd, like, move, uh, just past the controller uh, winter's days. That's just how we played, man. Um, there's usually, like, five or six of us just fucking sitting in the bedroom. Like always, that's just how it, like my teenage life was—just me and the boys <laughs> playing fucking video games. That's uh, funny, but it's true. Um, so then uh, we got uh, Marvel versus Capcom two. Same situation was Tekken two. Like it, that was one of those games, right? Just uh, the amount of shit talking and uh, just anger, like almost ended friendships over these some of these games man that was like one, one of them <laughs> um dead or alive 4 launch 360 game i think or around launch close to launch on the 360 you mean you didn't play rumble roses <laughs> that, that was a good one too uh dead or alive 4 um, backwards compatible the <laughs> dead or alive 4 kind of changed the game with online uh fighting games because you could have like the spectator mode. You they had the screen there. You could like watch people fighting, and like you would like walk around the little lobby and like set up matches and stuff. Like it was with your little character. Uh, it was really cool. Um, and then uh, Deader already said that one. Fuck. Um, Soul Calibur Four. Can you all tell me which one is it? Because I'm getting in my head mixed up for sure. One of these it was either Soul Calibur Three or Four at the arcade had the ability to you had this card that you would uh bring with you and you would put in it um and then it would like learn the way you play and stuff and like upload your data and stuff and then when you came back you'd put it in the machine again and it would like you you would all find out like your character your your trained character that you kind of like trained or whatever the battles that they had and stuff right so it was like this progressing like did it look like a like a little nintendo switch like memory chip thing i don't remember what it looked like no wasn't it paper 
I thought it was like this little car. The car- it was a little yeah, it was, car. it was like a parking. It was like a parking when you go to a parking ramp. Maybe it was like plastic though. It was plastic. Okay. Because yeah, it can't be paper. You can't put a paper in the machine when you come back. Like I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It was it was thicker than that. They did have game. They did have arcade games with that though. I know for a fact. Yeah, the, I, Soul Calibur. But, but yeah, I can't okay. remember if that was three or four. Right. Whichever one that was was my favorite. Now I think I know four. I made the most like online characters and stuff, and like I had a fucking hell of of a time with the character creation and that. But that one at the arcade. If it was three or four, I can't remember. Was fucking sick. Um, and I absolutely loved that. So, uh, I, I played the shit out of that game. So, um, I can't tell you if it was three or four, but if it wasn't, if it wasn't three or whatever, uh, either one of those interchangeable. Soul Calibur three and four were like up right up there together for me. Um. Maybe four because you don't remember it in three, but you didn't play. Yeah, it was it was at the arcades, right? You know how they have those games where it's like you become like fifth Dan or like sixth Dan or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that you keep raising the ranks, and I don't really know what that stuff means, but um, you would get to play against the data of the trained characters from other people that played on the machine. That's who you battled against if nobody was there to fight you, right? So it, it was super sick. Loved it. Anyway, besides that, that was it. I think I did all five, right? World Tour, Dead or Alive, Tekken 2, uh, Marvel's Capcom 2, and Soul Calibur. So, no one said Smash Bros. Fuck Smash Bros, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a challenger, yeah, challenger rank. It. Yeah, that's right. Um, I wish I remember which one it was. but All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for the show. Everybody, uh, we had fun uh, kicking around this uh, this fighting game. Real, real quick, Mav, did you see the uh, news I put in there for everybody? Just quick, quick news break I put in there earlier about Wonder Woman because a lot of people were worried about mm. WB's comment about being going for games as a service, and people were wondering about Wonder Woman. They confirmed today to IGN that Wonder Woman is not going to be a live service game, and they also, even more importantly, confirmed that the Nemesis system is being used in wonder woman so still looking forward to wonder woman can't wait to see more on yeah. that one i'm excited for that a- one. anybody have any real quick comments about suicide squad kill the justice league uh because they had a like 15 minute or so video that they put out kind of showing the game again um it looks about the same and really i'm okay change. with it yeah <laughs> fine yeah um i'm still hyped for it I was yeah. I was the one that was so as a non no I know you know you're, you're superhero it. yeah it's got Harley in it and I still like the look of it and I still like how I love the movement um it looks great and it's got loot so I'm in I, a looter shooter I'm cool with it since I don't care that much about superheroes so we're good let's go yeah yeah I remember uh, the I remember the name I was ta- the the game that I was talking about was Battle Arena Toshiden Remix. That's that what came out that's, on this. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, but that's the, the full full name. Oh, remix. Okay, right. On. Yeah. So it was like a uh... new characters, new okay. fighting moves. Right on. I never knew that came out on the Saturn. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't remember it coming out on the Saturn at all. Yeah, it came out um, February first, nineteen ninety six. Um. So. For me, the the Suicide Squad Killer Justice League was like it. 
didn't change my feeling on the game at all. It was just more like what I had seen previously. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, I like the story elements that they showed. It looks like it might have some cool story stuff. Um, I think the game is going to be a blast. I think it's going to be really well made. I think it's going to be a, a great game to play. I uh, still wish personally that I got a different game from Rocksteady. But that's just because it's been so long since we got a Arkham Rocksteady game that they're the only ones that really crafted that kind of game to perfection, in my opinion. Like, I, like if it was, like, another game and another, like, genre or whatever, or even if it was Suicide Squad, like, I get that they're fitting it to the mold of whatever the represents the characters best, but, like, I kind of, like, had all these visions of, like, okay, it would be amazing if, like, they made a dark gritty Ninja Turtles or like a dark gritty this or dark gritty that and whatever rock studies next game. I wanted that tone. That's, that's where I think right? my biggest problem is with it. It's not necessarily gameplay. It's just, I don't give a fuck about the suicide squads. Like the gameplay looks fine or whatever. Right. It's just like, it's suicide squad. That's yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm just missing the rock study tone. And they talked about it in, in this, like they're, they're obviously the tone's going to change for what, what the characters are, but like, that was like the tone that they had with those Arkham games was like, yeah, it made sense because it was Batman, but man, it, they crafted that like so fucking well that nobody can touch it. Like WB Montreal tries to, right? But they, they don't come, they still don't come close to capturing what Rocksteady does and the same, using the same tools and all that kind of stuff, right? It's like just something special with that. And like for me, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League looks more like other kinds of games, right? Mm -hmm. That I'm used to seeing other kinds of creators kind of make. So it doesn't feel as special, right? So that's my only issue with it. I'm sure it's going to be fun. I'm sure I'm going to enjoy, enjoy it, but I feel like there's still that hole missing for me from that waiting eight years for the next Rocksteady game. I feel like I'm still waiting for the next Rocksteady game. Right. I still feel that way after what I saw. Now, if I'm not mistaken, and I, I maybe it's old age or something, but wasn't there a time where they traded studios working on these titles? Yes. Like, wasn't Rocksteady working on Gotham Knights originally? And they were and... working on an Arkham game. It wasn't necessarily okay. Gotham Knights. Okay. Um, and WB Montreal was working on a Suicide Squad game, and then they switched or flipped or whatever, yeah. and. Okay. They um, never said why they they did that or no. Uh, that that was what's kind of come out due to due to rumors. Apparently, they haven't said that, but it's been kind of well known now that that's kind of what happened. Um, I have a feeling it has to do something with some kind of the games of servicey type elements and the live service elements of these games, right? Um. Rocksteady on the video is like this is the kind of game we wanted to make and stuff, but like mm -hmm. I, I honestly like what their history is and the kind of developer they were. Like you can't tell me they're like we really want to make this co-op multiplayer experience type game. Like I, I have a feeling that was kind of influenced onto them, right? Uh, now knowing also what we know about WB Discovery and uh, the WB team leadership was already kind of making those decisions has kind of come along as well right mm -hmm. for this so 
Um, it seems to me that that's why these co-op things were kind of forced into these games, right? Uh, I'm not saying that's necessarily going to make them bad or whatever. I mean, I, I'll be kind of honest. I'm kind of glad they're not doing Batman because the last good one was Arkham City. So, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I liked Arkham yeah. Knight. Yeah, Same. um, Arkham Knight was fucking awesome, but like, I don't know. Yeah, it was good. Was that the one with the Batmobile? Did it, like, no, that was Arkham. Well, that was Arkham Knight, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's Arkham Knight. Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight was with the the Knight, the what is the, whoever? <laughs> uh, what was he? Red Hood. Yeah, or Damien or some shit. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Yeah, it was one of the fucking Robins. Yep. So anyway, I I'm kind of uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not I'm still excited for the game, right? I'm not trying to shit on it. Mm-hmm. I think people can misplace my feedback for shitting on it and all that stuff. I'm just I'm sure it's gonna be great. I just feel like I'm still missing what I had wanted, you know. But it is what it is. I think that's the whole. I think that's the issue that some people have out there when they see this. It's because we were all waiting for Rocksteady's thing, you know? And then we saw Rocksteady's thing. It wasn't a Rocksteady thing. It was a games of service like, looks like Sunset Overdrive's, like, slash Crackdown superhero game, you know? But it is what it is. It's still going to be great because it's made by Rocksteady. Regardless of what they make, it's going to be good. Um, yeah. So I would... Uh... I would do. I do want to say one thing about this uh, before we leave uh, about this whole PlayStation Portal or Portable, <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to say. Okay. I know, Portable. I know. It, yeah. So the whole thing with how it's being sold out and everything and all that. Well, the reason it's being sold out because this is what we've we were told is that because they were were pre ordered and that's the only copy units were sent out. You can't find this and buy it at Walmart or Target or anywhere because guess what? No one got any extras. It was only for the pre-orders. That's why it was freaking sold out. Just saying. Right on, so. man. Thanks for that information. Um, yeah. I have, <laughs> there's idiots out there. They're saying, oh, that's sold out because it's so popular. No, it's it sold out because it's been people been waiting on it. And you know all the there's, scalpers. There's, there's also a shit ton of them on eBay right now and stuff like that. Yeah, because all the scalpers that pre-ordered it fucking went and put it on eBay because they knew that this is the only yeah. way they can make their money back yeah. from all the PS5s that they scalped that are still sitting in the warehouse. And Psycho's like, before we leave, can I just shit on PlayStation <laughs> for a minute? Can I be an Xbox? Can I be an Xbox before we get out of here, please? <laughs> I have to. I've been waiting to say this all show, and I didn't I get the fucking opportunity. But I had to set the record fucking straight that PlayStation was not successful with the PlayStation <laughs> Portal. <laughs> exactly. And all yeah. the idiots just disappeared off X Psycho. Uh, Way to go! Way to go! <laughs> <laughs> they did I just not saw them all. Have success. <laughs> this this thing did not sell out. I know for a fact because it's only the no. It's sold out because it was pre-ordered that's the sellout uh, yeah 
I, I literally I, I, I had one. I had one. That is it. That's all they sent me. Did you buy and it? Then, it? Was it yours? No. No, you no. told them to go watch PM in the PM. No, no, because I told them, <laughs> listen, fucking, I was like, I only sold one at my a lot of GameStop. No, There's only one a person lot of in my people, old town even interested in that piece of shit. No, there was a lot of interest. <laughs> it was the, the city. Had, the city came I had <laughs> 60 people probably call me about this damn thing. But when, really that's a lot actually it's yeah there's a lot of people looking for it because it because they are on they had the assumption that this is a psp or a ps um so, so what you do answer Vita. the phone you don't want this piece of shit <laughs> no no <laughs> let me educate you but, this thing doesn't do no this. but like, you I, need a playstation 5 you stupid fucker <laughs> No, I let them. Know, I I educate them. You know that you know, this is this needs a PS5 to even work, and it does not play games natively. And you need Wi-Fi connection. And and they're like, oh, didn't know that. A lot of people don't know that. They think it's this fucking fucking handheld is an actual like a Steam Deck or a Switch, which is not the case. And then people are gonna <laughs> open up for Christmas and be like, where do it I doesn't have a disk drive? It doesn't have a disk drive. Can I download my game? What's going on? Did you tell them you're an Xbox ambassador as well? <laughs> no, I don't say that. <laughs> Did you tell them about the IGN review where you got eight out of ten? <laughs> <sighs> It, it got it scored better than Steam Deck. That should tell you a lot. Did you, it doesn't have a browser. Did you tell him it's the must uh, ha, the must need uh, PS5 device accessory? Yes, <laughs> it is a it is the must need accessory. If you're a Sony uh, a closeted Sony fanboy, you need this. A closeted, closeted, <laughs> closeted. Okay. Just make sure you tell me you can't. Watch Pornhub on it, and that'll probably end the call right there. Psycho. Yeah, but can I stream it from my PlayStation Five? <laughs> no, no. You can't use it at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, you can't use it anywhere that uses a fucking access portal. That you have no, to no, access. no. You could use it at Dunkin' Donuts. You just need your cell phone as a hotspot, mm, which yeah. you could just download the. PlayStation yeah. Remote Play app on your cell phone and just use that for free. But I don't get DualSense with that. They but, should already have a DualSense because they have the PS5, so they just take that with them. But the haptics. You, but you it's have the controller. The, and you, you, but I have two hundred extra dollars that what, I want to spend. What if I have an iPad and a controller? Can I? Was it the same as a? Is it the same as the PlayStation Portal if I have an iPad and a controller? With the- if, if you cut the controller in half and you attach it to the iPad, then yes. <laughs> Scorpio knows. Well, okay, let me go cut my DualSense controller in half and glue it to say, well, it's... Oh, man, oh, man. Oh, Jesus. All right. Can we get out of here are before allowed, midnight? Are we, allowed, to bed. are we allowed to leave now, Psycho? Do you have any other shit talking you want to lay out yeah. there first? Yeah. And you need a fucking two hundred dollar headset to play even fucking if you want to have it uh have any earbuds or anything. So okay. it does have a speaker on it though. Yeah. It's well, you can amazing. plug in like your old uh you know, uh was it like the breath mint headset that came with Whoa. your PS4. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> the breath mint headset. Yeah. I, uh, we had one bad wolf. One, one lonely fucking handheld. How, how, how much did you try and talk the guy out of it when he came to pick it up? Oh no, I didn't talk to him. Talk him out of it. I'll solve the shit out of it. 
don't give a fuck. <laughs> but it's just, I don't like to see people thinking it's one thing, so I educate them, and and so now hopefully they <laughs> see. know that they what, can what does your download the same class uh, look like can you just like educate me real quick like hey i'm a customer i want to buy the playstation portable or whatever what what is it uh download the app it's for free i saved you 200 bucks <laughs> <laughs> i'll sell you a controller so i saved you 130 do you want to do you want a kishi for way less is that what you say pretty much yeah i got a backbone for a hundred dollars and uh an app for free i think the app is with the backbone so there you go you just buy that thing right on <laughs> and i'll sell you a fucking headset a hundred dollar sony <laughs> headset and i'll you, you'll save hundreds of dollars to do the, whatever you could do on your phone so yeah, but it's, if i'm saving that. money how's it premium jasper stop <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Psycho, tell everybody where they can find you talking to people how to buy on PlayStation portals. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Chat, you guys were amazing. It was fantastic. Love the little fun pop segment we had tonight. But uh, you can find me everywhere on social media, Psychonauts 8. And you can find me uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays on the Fun Speculation Network on some great shows. And then don't forget Thursdays, you got to check out PM and the PM with Pong and Mav. The best podcast on your Thursday night. Thanks. Free advertising. I like it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, we do have a uh, $5 super chat from Bold Alpha Wolfpack. Uh, we got to make sure I get to that. It says, Rocksteady needs to stop dragging ass and do Terry Batman Beyond proper. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Batman Beyond would be great. Let's go. Um, thanks again, Psycho. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, Fuzzy Belvedere. Can everybody find you, sir? Oh, thanks for having me on. Greatly appreciate uh, being here with you guys. Always a blast. Thanks to everybody in the chat for joining us. Uh, for my rambles and rants on anything gaming related, just follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me, Pong, and uh, PTK Blam. And I, I think we have two guests uh, this weekend. Captain Logan and yep. Infinite Umbra, the ego, is coming through. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Uh, catch us Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on PTK Blam's channel. And then right back here Monday evening, 10 p.m. for FSP. Uh, look forward to seeing you guys there. Thanks again. Thanks, Fuzzy. Um, Jasper, what about you, sir? Yo, 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 check it out. Lord Jasper, Twitter, Lord Master Jasper, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Friday, 10 o'clock, right here on the Fun Speculation Network with FSP, Fun Pop, and Xbox Ultimate. That's where I'm at. That's what I do. Let's check it out. I don't know. Jasper, you got to stream Shaq Fu, by the way. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that would I be said my, uh, Wait, no, that's on the NES. I think my NES doesn't work anymore. My 64 does. I would have you got to be able NES. to emulate it. You got to yeah. be able to emulate it by now. Dude, do it. It would be so great. Now, this is my favorite game of all time. It's called Shaq Fu. <laughs> I still have the cartridge. Oh my God. Do you really? Yeah. Do you have it like a, a plaque on your wall? No. It's okay. like in, a, it's in right. another room somewhere. Is, is it autographed by Shaq? Did you ever get it autographed no. by Shaq? You should do that. You should. That would be, That'd be That would be cool. Um, Pong Soul. Yes, sir. Where everybody find you, sir. Absolutely. What a great night, everybody. Great conversations. Again, it actually got me more excited, Mav, about what's 
coming down the line. Like yeah. we talk about it, but when we were started going through it in the potential mm. of what they're going to, oh, yeah. uh, what a great time to be a gamer, everybody. Listen, it was a great conversation chat. You guys were absolutely incredible. Again, adding to the show. You guys are a part of the show, as I always say, as much as we are. So thank you all for joining us tonight. It was a great time. Uh, great way to end the Friday night. Got some of my stress from work out tonight so that was uh great uh otherwise tomorrow morning living split screen is back that's right we took off last week so steel could go touch grass and touch asphalt do some uh motorcycling but we are back tomorrow morning so set those alarms right now be ready because we've got a lot to get into tomorrow you know the conversations are going to be live raw and uncut 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, living split screen. Split screen is all one word. Get ready. Buckle up three plus hours tomorrow morning. I'm sure we're probably going to hit four for obvious reasons because we haven't talked. Me and Steel haven't talked at all in the past couple of weeks outside of a few DMs here and there. So and a little bit of Xbox Live. Uh, but then tomorrow night, like Fuzzy said, the shop podcast, the best way to end your Saturday night. Now an hour earlier, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central Time. Uh, thanks time change uh love you um but uh we will be there again with captain logan uh who is a huge sea of thieves fan but just an awesome really knowledgeable gamer and of course mr ego himself in an infinite umbra will be there so i won't talk a whole lot because umbra will take up all the time uh be there on the shop podcast tomorrow night and then of course next week it starts all over again tuesdays double barrel gaming is the channel mr boomstick is the man xbox factor podcast is the show 12 p.m eastern 11 o'clock central time always has a great panel please if you have not checked out boom pick your day of the week and be there five days a week go check out one of his shows but xbox factor on tuesdays is great and then back here thursday night for another or no we won't be because thanksgiving guess what you don't have p.m in the p.m next week so go watch our show last night four hours we had great conversations last night me and math so next week you got a week off thanksgiving uh, in the U.S. Otherwise, uh, you know the drill. It's the golden age of gaming, people. It really, really is. So get out there. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Play what you love. Love what you play. And I'll talk to you all real, real soon. Now, Thanks, Paul. Out, brother. Everybody, you rock. Thank you all. Uh, if you like the content here, hit the like button, share it out, sub the channel, notification bell, all that cool stuff. Um, and audio listeners, appreciate you as well. Um, been uh a lot of new people have been listening on audio, so appreciate each and every one of you guys as well. And uh, chat, amazing, just fucking awesome guys. Like always hanging out, great uh, energy in the chat, and you make this all hundred percent worth it. And I love you guys in the panel. You guys rock, my family. Um, we'll be back next week, more shows, and uh, like Punk said, break on Thursday for for uh, Thanksgiving. But uh, the rest of the week, next week should be kind of regularly scheduled. Um, and yeah, hope you have a good one. Take it easy, everybody, and have a good night. Peace out. Bye. Bye, everybody.